This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Bronner. The opening kickoff. Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. Ladies and gentlemen, another Dr. Christopher. I, I screwed that up. Let's start over again. Let's start over. This is a, this is a mulligan. I gave you a mulligan. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another Dr. Christopher Monix High School game day. Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian here on a Friday broadcasting from Mobile Christian. I give Mark a hall pass. Uh, <laughs> instead of Triple G, we have Triple Heim. OT. OT. Um, Mar had to sit through that triple overtime game at the Mitchell Center. For that, I give you a hall pass. Okay, so just to be clear, I didn't have to. I chose to, and I chose poorly. Uh, what a night, man. That's uh, That was frustrating, to say the least. Uh, South Alabama falls in triple overtime at home last night. Um to Nichols fighting colonels yeah it was uh the Jags were up by I think as many as like 18 at one point and um we could do a whole I won't bore you guys with the details I could probably go on a rant and tell you everything that that went wrong I'll spare you the details only to say that it was very much um a game they should have won and uh, there were a number of factors that we won't get into right now because I don't need my blood pressure to start. Uh, while you were watching in person, I watched Auburn beat Notre Dame in that uh, tournament up there at the Barclays in Brooklyn. We have a lot to get to. We've got new information on Michigan, the Atlanta Braves, and the MVPs. we got to get to that. But first, I want to remind everybody, we are at Mobile Christian. We're not inside Air Sports 1. It's still being, let's say, revived. Uh, we are in the Leopard uh, Den. Very nice uh, big room, uh, refreshments galore, tables galore. We'll be here until 9. Why? Because Mobile Christian, the number one ranked team in 3A, undefeated, hosting Houston Academy. They'll be playing tonight. Uh, Michael Bronner and Brian Gennard will be on the broadcast, and that will start at 6.50, right after Pigskin Peak Preview, and then following the Green and Phillips uh pigskin post game show so again we will keep you posted on everything that's going on eight teams remaining from the gulf coast that we'll be following and hopefully they'll all do well uh, this evening and we'll preview some of those games also i do want to thank sponsors like the orthopedic group fellowship trained sports medicine specialists in 13 locations lns air conditioning rich's car wash and Greer's Market. They've been in business since 1916. They talk often about their location down at the St. Louis Street uh, with the uh, patio roof on top. Uh, Friends of mine have been there, and they boast about it. All right, Mark, we'll get to some of the stories. Let's start with uh, baseball, because I know that's your favorite sport. The All-Stars were named, I'm sorry, the MVPs were named yesterday. For the first time ever in the voting for MVPs, Each was unanimous. Ronald Acuna uh, for the National League, the Braves, and in the American League, Shohei Otani. Even though he missed the last season, uh, last month, not the season, but the last month, and he gets his second in three years. He's a free agent, as you know. You know how Acuna celebrated. He's playing ball in Venezuela, hit a home run last night for the team he's playing for. 
Remember back in 2021 when the commissioner took the All-Star game away from Atlanta? Well, he's giving it back in 2025. And the Braves then made a six-player trade. They, they traded five players to the Chicago White Sox for a relief pitcher who had an earned run average of over six runs a game. So there. Anyway, the Big Ten in Michigan. Uh, you will not see Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines against Maryland. You will not see him in the, on the sidelines against Ohio State. But everything's been resolved. Uh, instead of going before a hearing today, the Big Ten in Michigan reached a settlement. Harbaugh will serve the remaining two games of his suspension and the league will drop its investigation into Michigan's involvement with the sign-stealing scandal. Now, this does not preclude the NCAA, Mark. They can still continue for whenever, 10 years from now, whenever it finishes up. Uh, they still do their investigation. They're still investigating Harbaugh back in the COVID years. They're still investigating this. So as of now, uh, Jim will sit out. Uh, tomorrow, which if they win will be the 1,000th victory in the history of Michigan football. He'll also sit out the uh, game against Ohio State. So doesn't that tell you that clearly there was something there that Michigan didn't want out? Like they, they're not fighting this, right? If they just agreed not to even meet today, that there's something more there that we don't know. It is. Is that is that a fair assessment? I, I know what they I know say what they say about assuming, guess. but that, I say it's a good guess that maybe they don't want this to go further, and I think that's the case with the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten wants to stop it too. There's just too much feedback. There's too much uh, repercussions on this that the feedback that they're getting. So I think both sides wanted to have, Mark. I think the key issue is they both wanted to avoid a hearing. That's what I believe, and for Harbaugh, who's usually a fighter and doesn't go easily this that's what kind of surprised me that uh, he's he's a very competitive person uh stories i've heard uh, he's very competitive hates to lose and like most coaches but uh he he will miss the uh, the next two games so there must you might be onto something that there's obviously stuff they don't want to come out but yet I'm a little surprised that he agreed to do this, but then the school maybe just saving face. And, you know, and again, I think the Big Ten really wanted to get rid of this thing. They really did because it hasn't been good for the league at all. It's been a black eye. Well, uh, let's just say despite some people's opinions, this is a huge story and continues to be. And the fact that you have a team in the, in the top four right now in the college football playoff hunt without its head coach certainly – um, certainly is relevant. The question I have is the, the, the playoff committee has been told, has, been, has said ne several times that the off-the-field stuff does not impact their decisions as to ranking the teams. But, you know, teams are also, they also consider teams injuries and those who don't participate. I wonder if that committee, if they don't play well, considers the fact that they don't have their head coach sitting there on the sideline. It's two different things, but they're still very much related. And if so, and if that's the case, I, I wonder if the, the committee has taken a misstep here. Can you, can you factor in the, uh, the issue that your coach isn't there without factoring in why he isn't there? I don't know. I guess you can. I guess they will. There's also been a call, but I don't remember by who, to get uh, the Michigan AD removed from that committee. He's still on it. Yeah. He wasn't there last week. All right, this, is a, this could be an interesting uh, game day tomorrow. Believe it or not, they are at the Sunbelt School, James Madison. 
I mentioned this yesterday, but we really didn't delve into this. Other shows did. James Madison had appealed to try to get that uh, NCAA law that you had to be in FBS school for two years before you could be bowl eligible. Right now, James Madison hasn't reached that point. They're undefeated. They're actually ranked 18th in the AP poll. And so they, they appealed it, and, and they lost. And that also included Jacksonville State and Tarleton, another school. So I will say this just before I continue on with this. It is possible they could go to a bowl game if enough teams don't qualify. In other words, if they don't have enough 6-6 six and six teams or above, perhaps they could go. But that being said, so tomorrow game day is going to be on the campus of James Madison. You can just imagine the protests that you're going to hear tomorrow. And, and then add to that, the Attorney General's office in Virginia has engaged a law firm sending a letter threatening the NCAA unless they repeal and allow James Madison to go to a bowl game. So I'm trying to figure out which way I, I stand on this one. I think the I think the everybody knows what the rule is when you when you submit for this request, right? But I don't, I don't understand why the rule is the way it is. I, I don't understand why you have to wait for postseason. What's, what's the whole point of that? I, I, I don't know if I've ever gotten an explanation as to why. We're in a different era now. This rule was made years and years ago. Teams come along faster than ever because of the transfer portal. Uh, everything just seems accelerated. To me, the rule's archaic. It shouldn't even apply anymore. But, but if going, it, I don't mean to cut you off, but I guess I did because I just did it, but... If, like you said, it's true, and I agree with you, it takes a while to get to that point, then why even have the rule? Like, you know, back in the day, man, it's going to take forever for, you know, University X to get to this level. They're never going to make postseason. So don't even don't even make the rule. It, it really shouldn't apply. Well, the rule was made years and years ago. They just never updated it. And, and, and many people that I've heard, and I agree with them, just get rid of the rule. It, it doesn't mean anything anymore because it's just a different pace of getting a team ready to play in the sense that you can go to the portal and bring in a whole new team. So, you know, could, you know, James Madison, I don't know if you're aware of this, they were really a strong team uh, even before they got to uh, FBS. They were, they were a powerhouse. So this wasn't like they were just going to fall on the f you know, face of the earth. So they're undefeated. They're hosting tomorrow Appalachian State. And it's possible they could be 11 and 0 after tomorrow's game. I just think it's fascinating that game day is going there <laughs> to to be there because it's an issue. And again, here we go with the NCAA facing abuse, uh, threatening legal action because of an archaic rule that all they have to do is. And I think I heard Paul Feinbaum on yesterday. He was on Dan Patrick's show. And he was asked about this, and he said, you know what, it would be so easy for the new commissioner, Charlie Baker, former governor, to get up and say, look, you're in. And that washes everything away, and it opens the door. Let's get up there and say, hey, look, we're, we're, we're not going to stand by this. If they're eligible, we'll take them. Yeah, well, I think the whole issue, too, is what different, you should be eligible regardless. Like, I know we're just talking about this because James Madison is, is really good this year. But even if they weren't, we should be like James Madison before the season. You know what? 
you're among the the many that that can compete for postseason. Congratulations. And let's not let's not forget Jacksonville State yeah. uh, in this state. I Rich Rodriguez has done a really good job with that program. They've got a record that certainly uh, is okay to go to a bowl game. What are they like seven, three, eight, and two, something like that? I don't I don't have their record in front of me. They have a very good season, and they should be eligible for a bowl game also. Yeah. All right, so it's 6.15 here. Uh, we are just getting started on uh, our Dr. Christopher Monix High School game day. We are expected to be uh, joined by the headmaster here at Mobile Christian. We'll talk to some basketball coaches here as well. Um, of course, Ronnie Cottrell will be along a little bit later in the show. we got to get your, pi- um, your picks for the Pigskin Pete Pickums contest. It is the final chance we have to do six and one or better ladies and gentlemen we came close last week it's the second straight week i think we we finished five and two but we have one final chance to take the crown we'll explain all that coming up it's a scoreboard traffic and weather next on this friday edition mark and lee from mobile christian right here on the sports station wnsp this is reese dismukes you're listening to 1055 wnsp Christopher Monix High School Game Day, Mark and Lee. We continue our broadcast from a Mobile Christian. Want to thank a number of people for making this possible, obviously, including our good buddy, Allstate agent Kenneth Morgan. He always uh, is coming around, and it's great to see him when he pops into our game days. And uh, we want to thank Ken for coming aboard, as always. Green and Phillips, you're very familiar with all the fine work they do over there, and our, our thanks to David Green. Uh, and, of course, David Morse of QB Country. Obviously, they have a vested interest in high school athletics. We appreciate them coming aboard as well. A reminder, as always, support the businesses that support your kids. The well-rested Mark Heim. Yeah. I fell asleep around 830 your game was just what? Not even into overtime yet. Yeah, man. Not even to the first overtime. <laughs> first overtime. And, and, and there, at one point, somebody was at the line. I don't remember because it's all a blur right now. But I looked at my wife. I said, "This is going another overtime, isn't it?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's going another overtime." They just—they were up 18, man, and just—they just—they just let it get away from them. Well, I'm glad uh, Clint Mitchell wasn't there because I needed him here early, and he set us up beautifully in the leopard's den. This is really nice room, and of course. The whole complex. He uh, just likes saying Leopard's Room, by I the way. Do. He's been saying it all week. The Leopard's Den. The That's Leopard's right. Den. How you doing, Clint? Man, I'm great. Appreciate you guys being here this morning. Excited to have you guys back uh, well, this week. It has, you know, ever since I grew up and, you know, heard about King Arthur and the Round Table, I've never really worked at the Round Table before, but this fits the bill. I finally, yeah. I finally mastered it. So we have a very important game being played tonight. First of all, I want to make a comment. From what I heard, with the weather problems, that existed last week that had you not changed the playing field it could have been pretty raunchy but thanks to my good friend Mike Eubanks at Third Incorporated things turned out pretty well with the field and you were able to play and and you won that game man it's been a blessing for sure you can ask some of the teams probably we've played deeper in the playoffs the last few years if we had some bad weather it got kind of yucky out there for sure so it turned into kind of a mud pit at times so this year it's just it seems like perfect timing for some of those new stadium renovations and, man, it's nice. We were actually fortunate. We got to host the 
Homeschool League National Championship on our campus last night. So we had two games last night. We'll have another game tonight. Uh, but it is it is a nice field, a nice complex right now. Exciting times. Uh, second round of the postseason. Undefeated. Have you ever had an undefeated season at Mobile Christian since you moved to the High School Athletic Association? We have not. You know, we've been fortunate to have some competitive teams. Been to Auburn twice, but both of those years ended up in, in losses. So this would, right, as of right now, first undefeated season. Hopefully we can keep that going this year. Tickets tonight and let our listeners know what they have to do. Get them early, maybe? Yeah, so go through GoFan. That's Alabama High School Athletic Association. Uh, opens up that option for everybody during the playoffs. So if you want to go to the GoFan site, you can get a ticket there. Or there is a requirement to do cash at the gate now. So if you bring some cash with you, we can get you a ticket at the gate as well. Anticipate a good crowd. We went over to Houston Academy last year in the playoffs. Uh, and had a, They have a great support system over there, have a great school. So we're excited to to welcome them and think they'll travel well and, and our community seems to be excited about these guys and what they're doing this year as well. You know, I could ask you about capacity, but it really doesn't matter because there's so many people that line up on the grassy area and around right. the end zones and so forth. What realistically, how many people can you fit into this beautiful neighborhood stadium of yours? Yeah, so we, we did a little... Uh, I guess project to research that a few years ago when we made a, a deep playoff run. Actually, the year I think it was 19 that we made it to the state championship game. Had a couple of crews that came through, and that was right around I think all the COVID stuff had started happening. So we did a little bit of research, and we're kind of right at uh, that number that's required for for our classification. So, but like you said, we have so many that sit. You know, it's almost like a park environment in an end zone. We got you know seats and uh, chairs pulled out and some tents pulled out. So it's almost like a uh, you've got an area down there as well in addition to any of the actual bleachers that are there. Nasty word, of course, competitive balance. Are you going to move up because of your success this year in football? So my understanding of it is that if we make it to the state championship game this year, we would classify up next time that the classifications come around. We move up to 4A. Can't stop it, can we? No, you know, it's one of those things that's, you know, you hope to be in that situation, right? Because you want to be competitive. You want to make sure you're doing everything you can to, to have some success on the field. And, uh, you know, I, I understand competitive balance. It's one of those things that, again, we made that state championship, I think, back in 19. We played up in 4A for a couple of years. We were able to be competitive that next year. Still had some kids. Uh, you might recognize one of them, Deontay Lawson, was still on that team. So had some success that first year. Uh, we were unable to fail him and keep him here any longer than his normal four years of high school. So uh, that next year we felt all the pains that come with classifying up and uh, we're back in 3A this year. So, uh, but again, you know, we've had a great year so far. Can't complain. And, you know, like I said, Alabama High School Athletic Association has done uh, so many good things for kids throughout the state. So we're, we're excited wherever we may fall next year. Uh, Clint, of course, the headmaster, Clint Mitchell. Uh, any enrollment uh, get-togethers coming up? Anything down the road to get people interested in Mobile Christian? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a great admissions director, Allie Ratcliffe, who would love to, to talk to anybody who's interested in swinging by. Like you said, we've got so many good things. We had a, a spiritual emphasis day yesterday where our students spent the entire day on, in devotion and, and, and working on uh, spiritual life. We're in the middle of a canned food drive right now. We'll anticipate that we'll exceed 5,000 total uh, non-perishable items that we'll donate uh, this week as well. So lots of fun stuff going on with athletics. You guys will talk to two awesome basketball coaches later today that have started the year off uh, incredibly well also. So lots of fun stuff going on here on campus. I'd encourage you, if you're interested, at least come by and see us. Come say hey, and uh, we'll, Allie or myself will be here to welcome you. Oh, you answered 
off the air, I was going to ask you, because I walked back there and I saw all these canned goods. You had as many canned goods as some of the supermarkets around That's town. Right. I'm like, what What do you need all this stuff for? I don't know if you're having a big picnic here today or just what. Yeah, so, so we challenged our students in our community this week. So we took it kind of from the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, right? And we, we said, listen, we want to put a lofty goal. We do a canned food drive every year, but we wanted to put a goal on it this year and say, listen, let's really make sure when we get to Thanksgiving here that those that have uh, you know, some food insecurity here in our area, have the opportunity to have, uh, you know, a Thanksgiving meal and have some some food that they don't have to worry about for a while. So we partnered with a couple local food banks. We partnered with an organization called A Servant's Love Incorporated. Uh, so all some good groups that hopefully we'll be able to help out this week. You know, big shout out to our students and families. Do you have any yams there? My wife asked me to stop by and pick up some yams. You could save me a trip. <laughs> I have been surprised at some of the different things, but y- short answer, yes. I think we do have some yams. We'll have to see if we can hook you up. Well, yeah. I was going to say, you might have had yams. You don't anymore. Right. Uh, Earlier this morning, we had yams. <laughs> hey, when we come back, a uh, chance for your daily dose of fried deliciousness. It's the Dr. Chris Monix High School Game Day. Stay with us. We're broadcasting from Mobile Christian right here on the sports station, WNSP. Chick-fil-A. I could eat there seven times a day. Where the people laugh and children play. Oh, I'm in love with Chick-fil-A. All right, 632. You hear the music. You know what time it is here on this Friday edition. It's our Dr. Chris Monix High School game day. Mark and Lee, we're at Mobile Christian. Some of these sponsors that have made it possible, Red Pest Solutions. Brandon, I really appreciate that. Also, uh, Will Barnes, the Barnes family of uh, McDonald's restaurants. Uh, Dawes Pharmacy, Bayou Pharmacy, Grand Bay Pharmacy, Three Notch Pharmacy, and Sims Pharmacy. And Dirt Incorporated, Mike Eubanks, had a lot to do with getting that field ready and that new surface they have out there, which was a godsend uh, last Friday with the weather we had. All right, I don't have a question for you, but back in the studio, Michael Brauner does. Michael? Well, hey, guys, how are you? Really appreciate that. Uh, So, of course, we got a big football game coming up next week in Auburn for a Chick-fil-A gift card. want you to give me a call, 251-694-1055, and tell me when was the last time that Auburn was favored over Alabama in an Iron Bowl. And you're looking for the year, right, Michael? The The year. year. Well, yes. Good luck. All right, we're going to talk some hoops. See, Mark hasn't had enough basketball coming off a triple overtime game that he witnessed yesterday. So we've invited the uh, coaches here, girls and boys coaches. Let's start with Kenny Wright. Uh, Kenny, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, the team, how are they doing so far? We're doing awesome. <clears throat> we're 5-0. and Thank you guys for having us on this morning. Uh, we're 5-0, and playing really hard. Played a tough, tough team in Robertsdale. Two tough games against them. Uh, Finished with wins, played the School of Alabama Math and Science. Uh, we beat them as well. We, we're starting off pretty well. Pretty well. We played Van Cleve in Mississippi. Got a huge win off of back-to-back uh, nights. And then last night, uh, we, we finished against a really, really, really tough uh, J.U. Blackshirt team. All right, let me ask you this. How many years have you been coaching girls basketball now? <laughs> this is my second year. Second year here. Yes, what sir. got you here? Where had you been? I was at McGill Tulin uh, under Philip Murphy uh, for years, 
his his beginning, his start from McGill. I was there with him there with him there um, since his inaugural season. Then uh, you know I just became a dad and stopped coaching. And this opportunity came. I have two daughters on the team here, so this opportunity. Uh, came and I just took advantage of it and these these girls have been buying in and doing a great job. Good story. Will, let's hear you about the boys basketball team. Where do we stand right now? Yeah, we're 4-0 right now. So nobody loses here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I hope not. I hope we can keep that streak going. But 4-0 right now. Uh, won last night again, but you know, we're playing without our football guys, of course, and we expect that to be a long time before we get them again. How many uh, are actually out on the playing field tonight that you're missing? Uh, so varsity-wise, for me, I'll have five guys that come back from football, and all five of them are going to contribute really well. So, you know, we're not we're not rushing them back, of course, but it's going to be nice when we get them back. Hopefully you, early December. We had you on last year, and I think that was your first year, right? You mm -hmm. took all, this is your second year exactly. coaching, also. Mm -hmm. All right. So what's next for the uh, Mobile Christian Leopards men's basketball team? Well, hopefully we can keep this this train rolling here. We're going to get. Those guys back in December and play a lot of tough teams, so that's really going to be, you know, our, our test and see what we're made of. But all those tough games are going to make us better in January. So, so I'm curious because uh, I know you guys have a few games under your belt now. How do you guys like the new uh, free throw rule? We, for those that don't know, instead of seven and a, and a half being a bonus and ten being double bonus, we go straight to double right. after five and one quarter. Has it impacted the way you guys coach, play? Is it a, does, has it impacted anything you guys do? No. Since we've been winning, it's been nice because we get yeah. <laughs> two shots every single time. And thankfully, we've actually been shooting the ball well from the uh, free throw line. But, you know, at the end of the game, it, it's going to make some difference. And, you know, definitely going to have to value, you know, who you foul and whatnot because he's going to get two times at the line. And it's just going to be have to secure that second rebound, you know, and get it out and go. And it, you know, the first game we played, I honestly didn't even think about it until halfway through the game. I said, man, they're saying, shooting two free throws every yeah. time. Oh, I can't yeah. decide if I don't like it because I don't like it or just because it's new. Yeah. Uh, and so it seems excessive to go to the line for two after five fouls. Right. Uh, especially if you look up at the scoreboard and there's three or four minutes left uh, in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been asked to ask you about your coaches. Oh, yeah. I got I got two great coaches this year. Um, Hunter Preston is one who played Theodore. Uh, I think he graduated 2017 and then went on to play college basketball. And then actually was up until last year was playing overseas in Spain. And, uh, you know, it was just a blessing. Coach Cottrell actually introduced me to him, uh, I believe it was March of last year. And he kind of was just looking for a place to train. And in return, you know, he just wanted us to help out this summer. And we got to be very, very close, great guy, um, great coach. And uh, we actually had an opening here to teach. And he had the degree to go with what he needed to teach. And uh, he was, you know, all for it, loved coaching the little time that he had. And he made the decision. Was he playing for, like, a professional team in Spain? He was. He was. Um, I don't know the exact team name, but he was playing in the, the silver division, which I believe they have the gold division and then the silver division. And uh, he was doing – doing very well over there and so it, it, it's it's great to add somebody like him who the kids i mean first off he's six seven he, any guy that any kid that wants to play one-on-one -on -one with him you know i think i'll bet on coach preston but uh he's a great coach a great guy and uh and then we also got devin curry who played here um i think he graduated also t 2016 and uh, he played at university of mobile for four years 
And so we got we added two very great players that uh, have the experience, and we're like a bunch of these guys. When I hear the name Curry, can he shoot threes? <laughs> He's gonna hate me for this, but not so much. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you, you gotta you gotta be uh, you gotta be real with them, right? That's, That's the right. only way they get better. You gotta you gotta point out the flaws <laughs> so they can fix them. That's right. He's a post guy. He's yeah. a post guy. Who knew? I didn't even know they did. We, I didn't know anybody played in the post anymore. I thought everybody was positionless <laughs> these right. days. Uh, so what's next for you guys? You guys playing tonight? No. Off tonight. No. Uh, Monday we have MGM coming in here at 6 p.m. Okay. And we're uh, going to Chickasaw playing in their new gym, playing okay. in their uh, little Thanksgiving tournament against Chickasaw that first night. Kenny, what about the difference? Uh, you said you started coaching with uh, Philip and uh, McGill, the boys. Transition to coaching girls what's that like uh coaching girls has been uh different let's say that uh one thing i can't say about the, the young ladies that i have and we've been a part have been a part of our program they do exactly what you tell them they do exactly what you tell them they buy in and, and they're willing to do whatever whatever it takes to uh, that's actually our, our motto they do whatever it takes to to fight hard and, and win. Um, with the boys, on the other hand, they, I think they rely a lot on their athleticism and and what they can do running up and down the court where these girls are actually, you know, sitting down and being fundamental and uh, just playing really hard for me. Guys, we appreciate you coming aboard, man. Uh, congrats on all the early success. Uh, stay out of that double bonus, man. It's <laughs> nasty out there. And uh, best of luck moving forward, man. You guys have a great Thanksgiving, and thanks, thanks for having us, man. We appreciate awesome. it. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Mark, I wanted to comment. I, I talked to you off the air about this story. I, as I said, I'm not a big fan of sideline reporters from this standpoint. Okay, good. I'm glad you're clarifying. Yeah, sideline okay. reporters during a game. I'm. It's not that – look, I don't – I just don't – I tune them out, basically. And and what I'm talking about is when they come back to the game, they've been away for halftime, and the, and the uh, reporter will get on there, well, coach wants this and this, and the coach told me this and this, because I find it kind of boring because it's pretty much the same spiel, right? I don't mind so much the interviews with coaches going off. I'm talking about when the reporter – is filling in and like Al Michael says, let's go to the field and they'll just say, well, the coach came out of the locker room and said this. I have to tell you, I was a little surprised yesterday when one of those sideline reporters who's now with Fox and Amazon Prime, Carissa Thompson, yep. said on a sh podcast that she did that she fabricates some of those sideline reports, meaning she didn't talk to the coach. She basically just makes it up. Yep. And she said, I, I do that if the coach is unavailable, I couldn't get to him, or he's late coming out. So basically what I say is I talk coaches speak. I, I would just say whatever the coaches might say. So she'd be paraphrasing a coach who she never talked to. Yeah. Uh, now, Amazon responded to a request about this, and they said that she was talking about an incident 15 years ago. And my response to that was it doesn't matter. As a reporter, you, you've, you've just lost all credibility. What's, what, I, I don't know what's worse, the fact that she actually did it or the fact that she's admitting that she did it. Uh, and Erin Andrews, uh, also a couple years ago in a podcast that she did with her, kind of insinuated the same thing that they've, they embellished, that they didn't flat out make it up. But 
Thompson just flat out said, I'm making stuff up. That's and, what she and, said. And if that's yeah. the case, you know, and others that, that do that type of work have spoken up, including Tracy Wolfson, who, who said this is just not okay. And it's not. And to the average fan, it's probably not a big deal. But for people in the industry, I mean, this is the type of stuff that will prohibit you from ever getting a job again. You just can't make stuff I up. I would even mention this. Oh, Kenny Wright, now you're the girls' coach. What if somebody paraphrased, <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the locker room, you don't get out in time, and who knows, maybe someday you're coaching a major college women's team or something like that. And they and the and the reporter quotes you, but you never you never talk to him. Attributes a quote to you that you didn't say. Yeah, put I, words in your mouth, I like we do here on the opening kickoff. That. I definitely be upset about that for sure. Yeah, and I wonder like if there's how much feedback. As you pointed out, Trace, there's been a few reporters now who have really uh, had their say on this and then really condemned her for what she said, and she shouldn't have even. I mean, just keep it a secret, right? I mean, because not. Who knew? Because well, they basically keep, what it, keep, keep, what, what keep it a, a yeah, secret. Maybe, yeah, don't don't go out and <laughs> boast about it because they basically say the same thing. Well, uh, let's see. The coach says we have to play harder on defense. We have to do this. It's not like she's making this grandiose statements like the coach did this or uh, spilled the water in the guy's face. And no, she's basically telling you what you know coaches usually tell you. Spilled water in her face. That's a new one. Uh, no, it's it's very simple. You just tell the folks in the in the in the truck that he didn't. I couldn't get to him, and so right. they just don't pitch it to you, and exactly. you move on. It's it's ridiculous. The whole thing is absurd. And the fact, I mean, she's she's just an idiot for even admitting it. Like, what are you doing? Like, keep that stuff to yourself. I mean, she's not a rookie. She's she's been at this for a number of years now. And for Amazon to come back and say yeah, that was a story from 15 years ago, so you're going to tell me that she only did it once? Stop. Just stop. By the way, you're more. Miss Thompson, meet Mr. Harbaugh. Mr. Harbaugh, meet Miss Thompson. Y'all, y'all go have lunch. The uh, since y'all aren't doing anything this weekend anyway. I saw that she started by saying she did it on a bar stool, which yeah. I'm very unfamiliar with. But I saw that game day tomorrow is having a bar stool. Uh, let's say James Madison alum yeah. sitting in as their guest picker. That yeah. should be fascinating. Because those guys have no script; they just say what's whatever they want. Yeah. Um, I, there's going to be some familiarity there. You know, I, I guess this week it's, you're, to me, this is more of a guest picker than a celebrity picker, but whatever. Teach his own. I'm sure he'll be great, and, you know, they'll have a great time at James Madison. So we talked about the whole James Madison thing. Um, I understand why they ruled against James Madison because it is a rule. I think the rule is ridiculous. I don't understand the rule. If the rule was designed because it's so tough to get to the postseason when you first enter whatever level you're moving in, then don't have a rule. Like, it's pretty clear you're never going to get there. But if you're competing and you're eligible to compete, then you should be eligible to compete in the postseason. It's just – it's common sense. It's 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 Common sense has, has, has taken the weekend off, apparently. Uh, 6.45. Let's come back and wrap up hour number one of a three-hour edition of the Dr. Chris Romanix High School Game Day. Mark and Lee, we're in the uh, mobile studios of where? The Leopard Den, right? I mean, I, I just I want to give you a chance to say it again. It is the Leopard's Den. Don't you forget it. Damn, Lee's broadcasting voice. It's like, that, it's like the announcer in Space Jam. You know the little mouse when he had that little m- mouse voice and then the mic turns on? You don't remember that. I don't remember that. Hey, it took me 46 minutes, but I got my movie right. But I can tell you what, I have never fabricated a coach's comment and made it up. It's still early, man. We got two hours left. That's true. We do do have two hours left. Maybe when Coach Cottrell comes on, we can do that. Nah, he can do that himself. We don't need his help there. All right, uh, wrapping up hour number one next. Stay with us right here on the Sports Station WNSP. 
this is Jake Tilford, quarterback at Alabama. And when I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to WNSB. It's caught in a lot of traffic by Nelson Aguilar to the end zone. Somersault touchdown. All right, 651, wrapping up a busy Friday edition of our Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day. Mark and Lee from Mobile Christian got a number of people we want to thank for making this in every week possible throughout the course of the high school football season. I believe this is stop number 19, Lee. Is that right? Are we at 19? We've been able to get out to 19 uh, schools, or we've been out 19 times throughout the course of our uh, of the high school football season, and that's uh, because of a lot of folks stepping up, including the Mobile County Sheriff's Department. We really want to thank uh, the fine folks over there for supporting high school athletics, Ward International Trucks, Coastal Alabama Community College, and of course, George and the fine folks at Presley Roofing, who have been uh, uh, very gracious, not only supporting high school sports, but uh, popping in from time to time, and you never know when we might see George uh, again here soon. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, with the number of times that George comes by, if I ever have a roofing problem and I call him and he doesn't answer, he's on my <laughs> you-know-what list. He better answer and get there quickly, okay? Only teasing, George. All right, uh, before we uh, continue with Justin Barnes, the offensive coordinator for the Mobile Christian Leopards, let's talk to Dr. Christopher Mullinex, my uh, good friend. And I say that because I got to meet him about seven or eight years ago, and uh, Chris, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, guys. Doing well. Thank you. So has anybody asked for the Lee Shervanian room yet, or is that still <laughs> just for me? Well, Lee, you've been uh, really good for business, my friend. A lot of people listen to you guys, and uh, you've been a great uh, endorser of my services for years. So I do get a lot of people that ask to, to not feel any pain, just like Lee Shervanian says. So, you, you know, you put some pressure on me, but it's good pressure, and we, and we try to deliver. And I think most of the time we, we give them – a totally Shervanian experience, minus the uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Well, you know what? The experience starts with very little paperwork. That's one of the things that just really gets me on a rant when I walk into a uh, any kind of, let's say, doctor, dentist. You have to fill out three, four pages. There's very little paperwork there. And, and, and it's true. And I said this. I don't know if you remember this. The first time I was there and you said, I don't want to see you working out at then Sportsplex, which doesn't exist anymore. And so the next morning, because I was feeling really good, I went there. But I was looking around to make sure you weren't there. And I went and I worked out. Well, you know, it, it, for some people, the recovery is very quick, uh, you know. You're a different breed, Lee. You're a little tougher than a lot of people, so you get back into action pretty quick. Uh, we certainly try to deliver a performance that will minimize people's downtime. We know schedules are tight. People are busy. They don't have time to recover for a week from a simple procedure. So, you know, it all starts at the beginning. It's an efficient process from the time you walk in the door till the time you leave, and we try to make sure the surgery is efficient, effective, and the least trauma possible. How can our listeners reach you if they need a day of appointment or just what's the best way to do it, Dr. Mullenix? Absolutely, Lee. Well, no referral is needed. We do accept them, but not necessary. The simplest way, just pick up the phone. Call us, 251-471-3381. That phone is actually answered 24-7. We're also on the web at mobileoralsurgery.com. Many, many thanks to you and uh, Mobile Oral and Facial Surgery, Dr. Wallner. Thank you so much, Dr. Mullenix. We'll be in touch. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You bet. 
and really appreciate the offensive coordinator for the uh, Leopards, Justin Barnes. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? So what's the key to your offense? You rack up a lot of points. Uh, I, I don't have it all in front of me, but I'm, I'm guessing you average, what, about 30 points or more a game? We're averaging right at 43 points a game. See, yeah. I chipped you. Yeah. What uh, what's been the key to uh, <laughs> uh, the key to this offense this year? Yeah, is it the X's and O's or Jimmy's and Joe's? Definitely the Jimmy's and Joe's. So, yeah. listen, it's not about me or any of our coaches for sure. It's our kids. Uh, testament to them, have come in and put the work in all summer long. Uh, it starts in the weight room. These guys are strong, and we've got really good athletes. So it really starts on our offensive line. You guys know that. For any program, high school, college, NFL, uh, if you got a good line, you can do some stuff. And, uh, Damian Gatson, our quarterback, does a great job of putting the ball in our receivers' hands. Our running backs are great, too. Like, It's complimentary football for me. So our offensive line does a great job pass blocking or run blocking. Uh, Damian's able to use his legs from time to time. Like He's a right under a 2,000-yard passer this year. Um, and then P.J. Brown, who's been our leading running back so far, over 1,200 yards. We've got receivers that are in the Michael Moore's 800 yards, Aaron's close to 500, Jordan Woolard's at 200 yards receiving, but 200 yards rushing as well. Jason Todd's at 500 yards rushing. So, like, we spread the ball around. Uh, and um, it's a testament to our kids because they're great and they don't complain. They don't get upset because, you know, maybe they're not getting 100 or 150 yards a game. Uh, we, we talk all year, or we have talked all year, about trying to celebrate the success of other people. Uh, and I think that's a big thing for me, is to, to watch our kids be excited for their teammates, even though maybe the ball's not in their hands crossing the end zone or, or whatever. Um, and another one, too, Cantonio uh, Kelly, who you'll see on all these uh, defensive charts as one of the leading tacklers in the state of Alabama at the linebacker position. He does a great job at our H-back, super-back position, blocking. He's been a good he's run the ball a couple times he's been a good receiver out of the backfield as well so it's really complimentary football but it starts up front a couple of years ago your quarterback of today was hurt and we don't hear much about him i don't know if he, he flies under the radar for whatever reason sure. uh, talk about him he'll be a guest later on okay. in the show but i mean you hear about other quarterbacks at other schools mm -hmm. but for a team that's undefeated i don't know how many people really know about uh damian gatson so you guys remember, and, and don't let this be a bad analogy, but I remember when I was in high school, Pat White was playing at Daphne. Oh, yes. Yep. Left-handed kid, went to uh, West Virginia, played in the league yep. for a little while, was a good baseball player as well. That's Damian Gatson to me. Um, we've, we've talked about that in our coaching staff for a couple of years now. He played for us back when he was in middle school, and Terry, who's about to jump on here, and Anthony Jackson, who y'all had a couple of weeks ago, our offensive line coach, uh, the three of us coached together. Denny Mesco is our linebackers coach. We coached, uh, he coached with us as well. And Damian was our quarterback. Um, we, he's a great athlete. He's a phenomenal baseball player. He's got an offer, a four-out offer to South Alabama um, from his sophomore year last year. And so having him back has been has been awesome. Damian's a hard worker. He wants to he wants to please. Um, you know, he wants to do the right thing, and he's a phenomenal leader. What kind of a quarterback is he? What's his specialty out there? So he is learning to read coverages um, very efficiently and then deliver the ball. He's, he's made some really great throws. Now, it took us a couple of games, I think, him kind of getting back into the rhythm on Friday nights. Um, but he has done a phenomenal job. His, his passing stats, averages all have, have just increased throughout the year. Um, but his ability to run is there as well. And he's, when things have broken down, he's been able to do that. We've asked him, I guess, kind of 
not to or to be really careful. Um, we just don't, there's no point in getting someone hurt early in the season, especially as thin as we are um, on our football team. But he's done a great job. Man, congratulations on all the success. I know it's a big one sure. uh, this week, and uh, we're excited to be here. We're Thanks. excited for you guys, and uh, best of luck, man. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Thanks Justin. It's great seeing you. Good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, hour number one in the books. Boom, just like that. We're just flying along here. We, we continue from Mobile Christian. as our Dr. Chris from Mullinex High School game day, Mark and Lee. Uh, coming up in hour number two, uh, we'll have a chance for you guys to chime, uh, chime up in the app at WNSP.com. Uh, Ronnie Cottrell will be along at some point as well. Uh, in hour number three, got to get your picks for the Pigskin Picks Pick'em Contest. Uh, it's our final week, and so uh, we need somebody to step up. It's uh, you got the weight of the shoulders, uh, the weight of the opening kickoff on your shoulders. Remind everybody where we're broadcasting from, please. The Leopard's Den. Yes. Did we get a winner on the Chick-fil-A yet? Hearts. We did. <laughs> oh, look, there he is. We did. Could you offer a name? Kelsey. Congratulations. This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Hine, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Brauner. The opening kickoff. Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. 705, hour number two. Thanks for making us part of your morning. It's the Dr. Christopher Mullinex High School Game Day. That's right. Mark I'm Lee Shervanian. We are on location. We're at Mobile Christian. And we're brought to you in part by Red Pest Solutions. Want to thank Kenny and uh, Brandon. Also, Dirt Incorporated, uh, Dawes, Bayou, Grand Bay, Three Notch, Sims Pharmacy. They're all part of this uh, broadcast. Want to also thank uh, Will Barnes and the Barnes family of McDonald's restaurants. Before we get to our next guests, we have three of them waiting for you. Got some headlines. The baseball MVPs were unanimous. Ronald Acuna, the Braves, and the free agent from the Angels, Shohei Otani. Braves are getting the 2025 All-Star Game. They traded five players to the White Sox for a relief pitcher whose last name is Bummer, who had an ERA of over six runs a game. <laughs> All right, that's quite a bummer. <laughs> Uh, the Big Ten in Michigan have re reached a settlement whereby Jim Harbaugh will serve the remaining two games of his suspension against Maryland and Ohio State, and the league will drop its investigation into Michigan's involvement with the sign-stealing scandal. Uh, locally, Baldwin County has dismissed football coach Scott Riles, who will remain at this time as athletic director for the time being, but I believe Scott wants to get back into coaching if that's possible. Mark? All right, so we are now joined by a couple guys that uh, have fascinating uh, stories, and we're very fortunate to have strength coach Terry Cagle on and his son, junior center, Bo. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming aboard. Hey, Mark. Hey, Lee. Thank you guys for having us. Appreciate all you do for high school sports and uh, all you do when you come out here at Mobile Christian School. All right, let me ask you the obvious first question that people are just dying to know. At what point did you know your son was stronger than you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I still got him in bench press, okay. believe All it or right. not, but All he's right. right on my heels. Um, See, no. Bill, I tried, to, I tried to get him off his game, but he was too sharp this morning. Uh, really, um, 
funny story is uh, at the gym down the road, they had a contest, who's the strongest, and uh, I have the bench, and he's got the squat, but he's on my heels on bench. They write your name on the board yeah. and all that, so. All right, a little motivation never hurt anybody. That's right. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, this team, this physical makeup, and, 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 and the success that they've had, not, not only on the field, but in the weight room. Well, I'm with them a lot of time because uh, I have them in the summer and everything else, and you know, when I took over for Scott Busby, who did a great job here as well, I just wanted the guys to buy in, you know, because I knew we were going to change a few things. And to me, football's a power sport, especially in high school. So we still lift like power lifters, running backs lift like linemen, et cetera, et cetera. But the guys bought in. And when, when I was first started, we didn't, we didn't have a thousand pound club kid. Now, 90% uh, of our teams in the 1,000-pound club. And, you know, not only 1,000, but even up to 1,800 like Bo here. Yeah. And so it's they bought in. They love the weight room. And we have guys that don't step on the field that the weight room has changed their lives. They may not help us a lot on the field, but they're posing in the mirror and they're more confident <laughs> in the hallway, you know. And it, it just I tell them it's something that can stick with you if you do it the right way the rest of your life. Well, uh, your son here, Bo, is a uh, uh, – and, Bo, thank you so much for coming aboard, man. You doing all right this morning? Yes, sir. Uh, impressive stuff, not only on the field, but it might be even more impressive is what's going on off the field. You've gotten some looks. Tell us about some of the uh, the looks you've gotten from universities. Uh, it, it's a pretty impressive list. Well, I have an offer from the University of Maryland and Fountain University. Uh, I went to Notre Dame this summer. I went to Vanderbilt there. Been talking to me, Wake Forest. Uh University of South Alabama, they, they've been pretty good to me. Yeah, so it's it's been a wild ride for you, and you got a little bit more to go. But uh, I, I love talking to a center because he's the only guy on the field that touches the ball every offensive snap. Yes, sir. Uh, talk a little bit about that offensive line. I know we talked to, to, to the OC and putting up 40 points a game here at Mobile Christian, but how much fun has it been this season for you guys kind of rolling along? And, and I know you don't want this ride to stop anytime soon. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're a really close unit. Uh, we share a lot of the same classes during the school day. Yeah. Uh, we average about like 300 pounds, and in the weight room, we're all like working together. And games will like come compete to like see get the most pancake box. Yeah. You guys are probably uh, the when it comes to football and the offensive line. Uh, and Terry, you could probably speak to this. Probably the most unselfish guys yeah, you will no find doubt. on a team because they take joy in that 100-yard rusher or that 300-yard passer because they know, <laughs> Bo, right, it doesn't happen without you guys up front. So that's that's how you guys almost measure success in an, in an addition to the pancakes. Well, I'll just speak in on that is you're exactly right, Mark, and they're very selfless people. Um, in fact, Max Preps, they'll send out who's the top tackler in the state, who's the top rusher who's the top thrower and they do pancake blocks on there but they never say who's the top pancake right. guy <laughs> and one stat justin didn't give you um last we've had 276 pancake blocks as a team that's strength yeah and and that's what i love the most about these guys they're finishing their blocks they're opening holes and it really starts justin said that it starts up front uh so bo this week, next week, you surpassed Dad on the bench. When I mean, it's only a matter of minutes at this point, right? Uh, 
I'd like to think so. Okay. All right. Because I see, I see Dad. I, I'm thinking he's a little motivated now. He's going to try to hold you off for as long as humanly possible. Well, he's kind of used to train like strict powerlifting, but yeah. he's trying to be like bodybuilder now. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. Here's what, Don't tell him I said this, but there are a couple things that you got going for him that he doesn't. Ready? You got his genetics, so that offsets his, right? And then there's a whole, whole thing called youth. <laughs> That's right. Right? You ain't going to tell might, me. I and know. It, and I might add another one. Recovery time. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just going to throw that out there. So I, I like your chances. Uh, so there's this guy over here that's kind of grinning a bit about you guys. There's a unique relationship here. We told you guys uh, we want to thank all the fine folks today. Pops up Presley Roofing, and that's our good friend George Spurlock. He's always popping up, and now he just kind of knows everybody, including you guys. No doubt. George, uh, I'll just real quick, and I'll turn it over to him. George and I are very, very close. In fact, uh, he was my youth minister, and uh, we've become best friends. We work together at church, and uh, he was there the day Bo was born. In fact, I have a picture of him holding him. He did have a lot more hair than George. Yes, you know? he did. But uh, George is a great man. Samantha, they are great people, great Christian people, great roofers, great everything they do. And uh, I love them to death, and I appreciate them very much. George, uh, hey, man, how are you? Uh, you know, just good to see you again, like three or four times a week. It's good to be seen. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. You look a lot more comfortable in that chair than my co-host. How well, about that? Well, maybe I'll step in for you next week. A yeah, bit. You well, know. We, uh, we need... We need to thank you for everything you've done, uh, not only here on uh, High School Game Day, but uh, at WNSP. So thank you for that. But w what's it mean to see somebody you've known since literally since birth be so successful uh, at, at what he's done? Uh, I mean, it's a real source of pride for us as a family. Um, you know, Samantha and I are real close to the Kegels. They mean a lot to us. You know, they sit right behind us in church and uh, – you know, I, I've got a picture uh, holding Bo, and like you said, when he the day he was born, uh, we could not replicate that picture today. <laughs> <laughs> that would not work out so well. Uh, you know, Bo is awesome. Uh, it starts by having awesome parents. Um, he's l probably the strongest 16-year-old in the world. I'm just going to say that right now. Okay. He literally is a guy that doesn't know his own strength yet, and. Uh, I'm really excited for, for the Lord, what the Lord has in store for him. But it's just great to be associated with, with Terry and Michelle and the kids and Mobile Christian and, and our relationship. It's just super important to us. All right. So you, you were his youth minister. Yeah, he loved to tell people that, so, too. Or, yeah, I was going to say, so uh, so Terry, are you, are you what, 20, 21 now? Or <laughs> yes, is, 20 is or 21. George, you know, <laughs> Yeah. 80, 85. Like Somebody's trying I, to get more advertising. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't that much older than me when okay, he was a youth okay. minister. Fair enough. Say that. Like I, you guys know, I got into journalism. We were talking about, it, so I didn't have to get into math. Like <laughs> like your son over there, Bo. Bo's doing. When there's more, I told Bo. When there's more letters than numbers in your math equation, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. It's not. It's no longer math. It's just gibberish. That's right. So, uh, George, tell everybody. Um, you guys have a lot to offer over at Presley Roofing, and we often talk about all the preventative measures people can take but uh, you guys do free estimates and you don't necessarily need to have an issue with your roof to call you guys but if you just need an assessment to know where you stand maybe you just need to know how many years you got left in your roof uh, maybe there is an issue uh, but it's always ahead it's always good to get ahead of that problem well I will say that you've already said all the good stuff all right well right? thanks for joining so, us. yeah <laughs> but I, so what I'll do is I'll take this time to say I really want to put a plug in for mobile Christian school okay right you know yes our family 
our legacy uh, as a company started in 1949 with Samantha's grandfather. But her father, Larry Presley, was a very integral part of Mobile Christian in its early years up until the time of his passing in 2020. And so, you know, he preached to his kids and everybody that was in earshot to him the value of Christian education. And and so, you know, my my time really, want, I want to use that to, to really obviously bolster 55 here because he's awesome, but to, to really put a plug in for Mobile Christian School because you'll not find a finer place where you can bring your children who will be uh, talking about the Lord every day and be surrounded by people who love them and care yeah. for them. And I, I think we want, at Presley Roofing, we want that to be connected to our legacy as much as anything else. Well, we appreciate all of you guys for coming aboard. Uh, congratulations, um, uh, Terry, obviously, for uh, the job you've done with the young men. And Bo, unbelievable season, man. And there's more to come, I have no doubt. So we yeah. appreciate you guys getting up early. No, it's a long day with school and the game, but... Uh, very cool. Congratulations on all the offers, Bo. It's really cool. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. All right, George, we'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they have any roofing questions. Call Samantha. She's much easier to talk to. 457-6598. Website is presleyroofinginc.com. I can attest to that as I have to talk to George. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, no, George, thank you for uh, for all you do. And uh, George is also one of our uh, the WNSP team of the day. Uh, and it's worked out well for everybody. All our teams of the day are talking to each other. It's, yep. it's, it's fantastic. We really do appreciate everything you guys do. Thanks. All Thank right. Uh, here comes your scoreboard, your traffic, and your weather. It's the Dr. Christopher Monex High School game day. We're at Mobile Christian. It's Sports Radio 105.5 FM, WNSP, and WNSP.com. Stay with us. Hey, this is Showtime boxing analyst Steve Farhood, and you're listening to Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP. Welcome back in the Dr. Christopher Monex High School Game Day. Mark Heim, Ali Shervanian from Mobile Christian. want to thank our good friends at Green and Phillips Law for making this possible, as well as David Morris over at QB Country. Thank you for coming aboard all season long to, to sponsor high school football. Coastal Alabama Community College, we appreciate everything that you do as well. And, of course, our good, friendly Allstate agent, Kenneth Morgan, who has been with us for a very long time. Remember to support the businesses that support your kids. All right, in the next hour, we'll be qualifying another listener for the name and tailgating party, and next week we'll name our final winner. But getting away from tailgating for a second and away from cheeseburgers, Thanksgiving coming up next Thursday, Alec Naiman, Naiman's Catering. Alex, you still got some turkeys on hand to help some of our listeners? Yeah, man, I think we've got something smoked, fried, uh, roasted. I mean, we've got some turkeys, I think. I was going to probably have to cut off the orders here pretty soon because I'm going to run out of them. But people can still call us today at 473-3900. Um, I think this weekend might we might have to cut it off after this weekend. So if, if uh, we can get you some dressings, uh, 
some green bean casserole, some gumbo. I mean, we got all kinds. We don't just have turkey hams, and we got the gumbos and the crab soups, too, to give you a nice appetizer, you know, that kind of stuff. So Thanksgiving is on us here, so call us now. And you know what else? I mean, people are still calling. We've taken all kinds of Christmas parties, but we're running out of dates for Christmas, too. I mean, so God bless us. We, uh, we're thankful for what we got, that's for sure. But my Jags are playing tomorrow, you know, so we got a little entertainment for the weekend. Uh, I mean, some Chattanooga team coming to Alabama, I think, you know, and, and then I think New Mexico's coming to Auburn. So let's go out and support my Jags, okay? I don't think there'd be much TV, football TV tomorrow. So, uh, but, yeah, call us 473-3900. Look us up on the web at namenscatering.com. And y'all have a blessed weekend and a happy Thanksgiving. And, man, I'll probably see you next week, okay, Lee? You definitely will. Thanks, Alex. I really appreciate it. By the way, it is New Mexico State that's taking Auburn, Tennessee, Chattanooga, Alabama, and that 11 a.m. game, 8 o'clock on WZEW, the zoo. And the Jags are hosting Marshall, and South Alabama's received a verbal, their 14th verbal for next season from Georgia place kicker Davis Little. All right, so we've gotten a lot of feedback in the app about South Alabama's basketball team and the, and the loss last night. So they were up as, as many as 18 at one point. They lost in triple overtime to Nickel State. Uh, yes, there were some issues there that uh, you could point to. There were some, some, uh, some folks were asking. So they were up one with about a second and a half left. They had just hit a uh, – they were up one. Uh, Nickel State had to go the full length of the court. They threw a three-quarter court length pass. Uh, and the guy that caught the ball got fouled when he caught it, and so he went to the line, missed the first one, hit the second one to put him in overtime. Um, South had one starter injured. He had, they had another foul out, uh, not a starter reserve, so they had to go very guard-oriented there at the end. Um, they were gassed for sure. Their bench was – they shortened the bench a little bit. Um, tough loss. Uh, it's been a tough start for Richie and that group for sure. Um, that's an understatement. Uh, someone said there's no way uh, they're getting into the tournament now. I, let, let me clarify that. There's only one way South Alabama or any Sunbelt team gets into the NCAA tournament. They win the Sunbelt tournament. That's their, their one-bid league. Uh, so if you're looking at the, the cup is half full this morning, everything that they have to do and everything they, they got to do is still right in front of them. Everything that happens at this point uh, is, is kind of moot. There are leagues out there, all right, not to be facetious to the apper, but they could go 0-30 and still get into the tournament if they win the Sunbelt Conference tournament. You know, years ago, FI, do you remember when uh, FIU, they were like 11 and 18 or something, and they made it. They won their tournament and got into the NCAA yeah. tournament, and then they had to face UCLA. <laughs> So I've seen a couple of their games, and I'll say this. Um, the things that ail this team uh, are fixable. Now, whether or not that gets done, we'll have to see. Uh, but it is going to be an uphill fight at this point. I think, I think that's the best way I could say it. Uh, when we come back, also we got to get back to this Michigan stuff uh, and this whole sideline reporter thing is just absurd. Uh, we're going to talk some SEC football as well. But when we come back, we're here at Mobile Christian. So we're going to talk some Mobile Christian. Big game tonight. We'll talk to a couple of the players. It's our Dr. Chris from All Next High School Game Day. Uh, Mark and Lee uh, from Mobile Christian right here on the sports station, WNSP. Stay with us.
7.32, welcome back in. Thanks for making us part of your morning. It's the Dr. Chris Ramonix High School Game Day. Mark and Lee from Mobile Christian. Let's thank some of our uh, sponsors that have made all this possible. I do want to thank Greer's Markets. Uh, they're also the uh, branding sponsor for our High School Game of the Week tonight, which is uh, Houston Academy against uh, number one ranked Mobile Christian, uh, Rich's Car Wash, appreciate them coming aboard, LNS Air Conditioning, and the Orthopedic Group uh, featuring uh, trained sports medicine specialists. They have 13 locations. All right, we're going to talk to some of the uh, players for the uh, Leopards. Let's start with you. Go right ahead. Uh, I'm Damian Gasson, number one, and I play uh, quarterback. That's your number. Yes, sir. You could be number one also, but that's your. I want to let everybody. You know what gave it away? Number. That thing that he's wearing right that's there. Right. Look at that. All right, and you're next. My name is Bryson Pillingham. I play defensive end and uh, offensive tackle. All right, we talked a lot about the offense. Tell me about your defense. How uh, how have they played this year? Um, we've we've got a lot of guys that were sophomores and juniors, and so now we're starting to get older and more developed as a team. And, um, Bryson, you're captain of the defense, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So like. Uh, Coming into the season, and, you know, we talk about expectations. Coach Cottrell told me he thought he had a really, really good team, but here you are along the way. You're still undefeated. Did you see this coming? Um, I thought we'd be good. I didn't think we'd be undefeated. But, I mean. what, what, now, are you a senior? Yes, sir. Okay, so what are your plans after this year? Um, I'd like to play college football. Right, do you have any offers, or have you visited any place yet? I'll have a couple of D3 offers. You know, hopefully recruitment will start to pick up. All right, so you said you play some uh, offensive tackle. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, sir. Okay, so you look like you're in pretty good shape, no doubt. All right, but we talked to your center about 20 <laughs> minutes ago, and you guys don't exactly look like you're cut from the same cloth. Uh, how, 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 what's that all about? Well, I mean, you know, you have to play positions that you might not, you know, just to fill. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you're not capable. I'm just saying uh, you look uh, a little more cut and athletic. I mean, that dude's a brick house that just walked in here. Like, you'd have to run around him, not through him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, I got nothing what, what do you What do you def uh, prefer, defense, offense? Oh, I like defense, definitely. You like to hit rather than be hit? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, as far as the, uh, you call the, do you call signals from the sideline on defense? Um, I do not. You don't do that. Okay. Uh, as far as your most productive game this year was? Um, think back to all those victories. I know they're, they – I feel like our, our, like, best played game was Athens. It was against the toughest team, you know, because um, it's like that was the biggest challenge we've had this season. You know? All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get the uh, athletic director, who's relaxed, to come in here because since he uh, coaches the quarterback, Bryson, so if you'll hand off to uh, the AD and we can we get him in and then talk to uh, Damien. Good. Uh, it's great to have you on with us. Uh, you've had yourself quite a season this year. You're coming back from an injury, what, about two years ago, I think it was? You yes, want to bring us up to date on all of that and getting back on the playing field? Oh, yeah. Uh, the injury was two years ago, my collarbone. So last year I took a year off. Uh, I really regret it, not playing, but coming back on the field with these guys, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. So I really didn't see us going 10-0, 11-0, but, yeah, I, I really like it. What do you bring to the table as a quarterback? If you were, if you were analyzing you, how would you, do, how would you describe it? I'm going to put it like this. I'm not a vocal leader, but by my actions, I try to sh show what I'm best at. I try to make the younger guys look up to me 
and I try to put everybody in a good position for us to win like the football game. All right, you're coached by Peyton Wasden, who is the athletic director and a wide receiver of note when he played here. Peyton, what uh, what do we need to know about Damian on the field? He, he's special. Um, he, he is a lead-by-example kind of guy. Um, I've, I've asked him and these coaches have asked him to, to be a little more um, vocal and, and step out of his comfort zone, and he has been able to do that. And um, and, and to lead this team, you know, besides you, you mentioned Bo Kegel earlier, is the only one that touches the ball every play. He, he touches it a, a whole lot um, as well. So ha having somebody back there that you, you trust to make um, – Good decisions, whether that's to run or throw. Um, we, we do a lot of RPO stuff, making the right decisions there. Um, I, I think is is we've we've hit on different guys this morning about um, his arms and his legs. I, I think his mind um, has, has been one of the biggest benefits to us, and, and being able to make um, good decisions and, and keep us in ball games and be smart with the football. So obviously, David, you're you're pretty athletic. So why do you play baseball? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I always give baseball guys a hard time, but. Uh, how much does playing one sport help the other, or does it? Oh, it helps a lot, yeah. especially speed. Football, football strength helped me with power, yeah. all that. But, uh, you, didn't, you didn't expect me to go that way, did oh, you? Oh, no, I did not at all. I told you. I, I threw you a curveball, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, well, play baseball, maybe you don't have to worry about broken jaws. Maybe. I don't know. That ball hit you when about you a, to play. About a, week, yeah. about a week before camp started, he, he took a ball to the hand um, that, that made us all a little nervous. So. Yeah. But it, so it can the, still happen. The, the, so the, the working out in, in, in football certainly translates to helping you with power in baseball. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. What position in baseball? Center field. All right. Now, you have him back for another year, Peyton? I, I hope so. That's what I didn't want to get there. You hope he comes back, right? That's right. What's What are your uh, – I understand you've already made a commitment or you're yes, about sir. to? Yes, I have. To? Uh, University of South Alabama. As a quarterback or another position? Uh, I'm going for baseball. Center oh, field. for baseball? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. That's uh, that's interesting. Although, maybe if they find out about you, you might give it a shot. Yes, uh, football and field. Yes, sir. Would you ever? You know, that's hard to do these days. Nobody really does play two sports at, in college and base and in high school. They certainly do. Peyton, how do you guys? What what kind of game plan do you have before the game? Give us kind of the insight when you meet before a game, getting ready for, let's say, Houston Academy. Really, with, with and I'll, I'll speak on Damien specifically since that's kind of my position group. Um, you know, we really talk about making those good decisions and, and going out and, and not having to um, win the game all in one play, not having to be Superman. Um, we, we all know that he's athletic enough with his, with his arm and his legs and um, to, to just go out and make whatever that play is and that those big plays are going to happen um, as, as a result of it. And so. Um, that, that's been really successful for us this year. Uh, we, we've been working on some analytics stuff, and uh, we, we've had explosive plays on 24% of our plays throughout the year. Um, and, and so he's a testament to a lot of that, obviously our offensive line and, and our skill guys as well. Damien, do you have a favorite play, or do you just let the game dictate? Uh, I mean, like if, if you feel a play comes in and you're not sure about it, will you get your say on that, or you just have to run through it anyway? I'll run through it. I trust these coaches, so. I really well, they can't be too far <laughs> off if they're averaging over 40 points a game. I mean, yeah, I'm really not no selfish dude, so I just run by the place. He seems like a pretty laid-back guy, Coach. Uh, I mean, look at him. He's just loving life right now. Here he we are on a Friday he, morning. I mean, he makes my job, Coach Barnes' job, Coach Cottrell's job a whole lot easier on, on Friday nights. So. That man don't know what stress is. Look at him. He, he's cool, calm, collected. Right, so hypothetically, rhetorically, mm -hmm. 
not that it would happen. You guys would be uh, you guys would be down three with the ball with a minute and a half left at the you know at the forty. You probably just got a big smile on your face. Yeah, most definitely is. And that's got to relax the rest of the guys, you, though, too, right? Yes, sir. But you haven't – have you been tested in the fourth quarter at all this year? No, sir. I didn't think so. That, and you, do you play the whole game or do you uh, – some, Sometimes, sometimes. Hey, Ronnie getting ready to come over here and tackle <laughs> Lee. He hasn't taken very many snaps in the yeah. fourth quarter. We, we I can't imagine because so you've had such big leads and so forth position. like that. What do you know about Houston Academy coming in, Peyton? They're, they're bringing in a, a really athletic um, bunch. It's going to be disciplined and well-coached. Um, Coach Eddie Brundage has been doing this a long time, and um, he's going to have that, that group ready to go. Does the fact that – and a serious question, though, is the fact that you guys haven't been a dog fight, in a dogfight, is that a concern? Uh, because, you know, you, you want to kind of get battle-tested for when you get to this point in the season – does that sit in the back of your head that, man, how, does, how do my guys react if, if we kind of get into a dogfight here? I think these guys um, have been in dogfights. It hasn't been this year, but, you know, you, you go back to last year and a couple of years before that. I mean, all, all of uh, what you go throughout your, your high school and, and this senior group, um, they, they've been, been through a lot, and um, it's really led us up to this point. And, and so I, I think if we're in that situation, we'll be able to lean back on um, those situations and be able to be successful. Let's not forget your main job here is athletic director. Yes, You've got sir. an undefeated football team, two basketball programs that are undefeated. This is a pretty good year so far. Yes, sir. Um, I, I've been able to, and, and been fortunate to come into a, a pretty good situation, so it's been good so far. How about some of the other sports? Uh, we, we've been really successful. Uh, so our bowling, we mentioned a little bit last time, they're actually 4-1 and one now. Um, they, they've only lost one match, and it was a close one. So Coach Coach Jackson will be looking for a raise here soon. Um, <laughs> Maybe hanging on to his job. Everybody yeah, else yeah, is that's undefeated. Right. That's right. Um, we started a wrestling team this year. Uh, we just got mats delivered yesterday, um, and, and we're actually we're going to have uh, practice here in the Leopards Den. So this will be a, a this for is wrestling. A really, yeah. So this is a really shared space uh, for for a lot of different people on campus. Um, cross country had had teams, uh, boys and girls, go to state. Uh, we'll have indoor track coming up here shortly. So it's a, a really busy time, but a really exciting time. And we should have thrown down a mat, Lee. You could have gotten after it. Man, talk about missed opportunities. Maybe next I time. I can go grab them. It, we still just, got time. I mean, we still yeah, got more we, than an hour left. Right. So let's do this. It'd be a little difficult with all these tables here. We'll move. I'll, I'll move them for that. I'll do whatever needs to get done to make that happen. Your volleyball team did very well. Yes, sir. Pivot. That's right. Yes, sir. Um, Coach, Coach Jackie Haynes. Look it off Mark's jibber jabber. Get back to Coach, the uh, main. Coach thing. Haynes has done a great job um, with that team. They're, they were the state runner-ups. Um, I'm just trying to give the people what they, they want, guys. <laughs> Keep Sorry, going. Sorry they're, for the interruption. They're really young. We only had one senior on that team this year, um, so we'll, we'll bring back the majority of the production. Uh, we had two. Um, All-state selections, uh, Melena Haynes and Melissa Patel. They were both um, on the all-tournament team and also the all-state team, um, and they're both sophomores. So I uh, look, look forward to watching them for the next couple of years as well. Hey, what's the first class today, man? What do we got? Spanish. Give us a little. Uh, we just really, since it's spiritual emphasis, we, we just go over. Simple. Give it to me in Spanish, though. Oh, oh. I'll be honest with you. I... <laughs> Damien, I could have used you this morning. I was watching, uh, I guess it was Sports Center getting ready, a... and a commercial came on in Spanish, a total Spanish commercial. I'm like, how does this happen? It was about the IRS, no less. How'd you know if it was in Spanish? <laughs> because it said IRS. 
Those, those languages are more alike than I thought. <laughs> hey, man, thank you for stopping by. I know it's a long day. We, yes, uh, congrats you. on all the success. Good luck tonight. Good luck with baseball. It, it's going to be a lot of fun watching you guys moving forward. Coach, um, it's going to be fun, man. Thank you. Congrats on all the success. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. It's 744. We'll come back. Uh, we'll do our Miller Golf Report. Ronnie Cottrell is going to join us as well. It's our Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day. Mark and Lee from Mobile Christian right here on the sports station, WNSP, and online at WNSP.com. Stay with us. Hey, this is David Morse of QB Country. When I'm in my car, I always have it tuned in to 105.5 WNSP, the sports station. from the Leopards Den and Mobile Christian continues. Let's uh, get to our, our main golfer. That would be uh, Johnny Ricchetti with the Miller Lake Golf Report. And then Ronnie Cottrell is going to step in with a very special guest joining us this morning. Good morning, uh, John. How are you today? I'm doing good, Lee. Doing good. Hope you guys are doing good. Wish all uh, our football players good luck. Uh, tonight's in their games, and uh, the PJ Tour uh, continues to move on as it closes in on the 24 season. As are they are in Seattle and Georgia right now at the RSM Classic, had some really, really bad uh, weather, rain delays. Just a couple stops and starts yesterday. They're gonna have to finish round two tomorrow. I can report that Robbie Shelton shot a good, solid round yesterday, a three under par. 69 as he sits in 22nd place. The leader, three tied at the lead. Eric Cole, Cameron Young, and Davis Thompson all at six under par with people still out on the golf course uh, to complete round two this morning. Also, some other news. Uh, Rory McIlroy has resigned from the PJ Tour Policy Board this past week, uh, catching a lot of people off guard as he's been a vocal leader uh, uh, on the PJ Tour, you know, on their stance regarding live golf and so forth. But uh, for whatever reasons, he decided to uh, step off the policy board uh, this week. Also, Tiger Woods' son, Charles Wood, making some news this week as he was on the winning high school team in the state of Florida for the high school state championship in 1A as his high school down in South Florida won the state championship uh, and, and Charles Woods was on that team. Uh, Nicholas Hogart leads in Dubai at the DP World, Cha World Tour Championship. Roy McIlroy in the clubhouse at one under par. 71. So that's a complete recap of the world of golf and uh, the weather looks like it's uh, back on track and hopefully everybody gets a chance to get out there and play some golf this weekend. Hey, John, we certainly appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take care. Uh, we're here at Mobile Christian for the Dr. Christopher Mullinex High School Game Day. We have a number of people to thank for making this week and every week during the uh, high school football season possible. This is stop number 19 for us this year, and uh, we can't thank 
uh, the Mobile County Sheriff's Department enough for coming aboard and being a supporter of high school athletics. Uh, Ward International Trucks as well has been a huge uh, part of what we do here at WNSP. And, and a big shout out to George Spurlock and the fine folks over at uh, Presley Roofing for coming aboard this week. And in addition to being our team of the day throughout the course of the year, we really appreciate them. And a reminder to support the businesses that support your kids. Let's welcome in the head coach of the undefeated Leopards of Mobile Christian, our good friend Ronnie Cottrell. Good morning. Well, good morning. Well, y'all been at it early this morning. Well, you set the show up, so you have a pretty good idea of what we've been doing. How it's, been doing? it's been really good, too, and um, it just makes me very proud of the people, the, the fine people that work here at the school. And, um, you know, our basketball coach have done a great job, uh, <clears throat> my, my staff, my players, but... Um, your next guest here <clears throat> is a very, very special friend to our program, Mr. Mike Eubanks. He's on our board here, and he has spent almost his whole summer or spring uh, helping us get our field in place. And uh, he's, um, I don't know, in, as a football coach, oftentimes you have things that you just don't even have an idea what to do, but he has helped me so much in just how to start on projects here. And um, we have probably the finest turf in Mobile right now, finest surface, playing surface in Mobile. And uh, I'm just very glad he's here with us today. Mike Eubanks has become, uh, well, very familiar to me, of course, uh, one of our major sponsors on our uh, shows out here. Mike, talk about that, what you did, because from my understanding that that field would not have sustained what happened last week without the new surface that you put in? Well, it was originally built in the late 70s. Uh, my father-in-law, Lamar Harrison, they came out and basically just graded down and built the field. And that stayed that way till somewhere in the, uh, I suppose, the mid to late 90s. We had major drainage issues then, and I told Ronnie I visited. Uh, I went to when Alabama played LSU in a pouring rain, and a year or two before, noticed how much crown was on the field. <laughs> so we came back and put this big crown in the middle of our field and put some drainage around the field, but over the years it's deteriorated. And we came out and looked at it last spring, early spring, and Ronnie said, we got to do something before next year, and it was awful. I didn't realize how bad it really was. And, and to have what we have now, this field now has complete underdrainage. As long as it's, you know, there's no lightning, you can play football. Uh, just the water goes straight through it. The surface may be wet, but it's not holding water anywhere. Are other schools contacting you, or do you make yourself available to help other schools that need some help with their fields? Well, as a matter of fact, right now we're we're doing the site work on two other schools in the county. We're at Bryant right now, so getting that one started. So we're doing part of that field renovation there through our site work company, Guff Holland and Construction. Well, I think we're okay tonight. No rain in the forecast? No, no. But, you know, my, Mike told us what we needed to do. And, um, I mean, it wasn't an easy project either, Mike. I mean, it wasn't like y'all just rolled out turf. I mean, how long did it take? We started actually, I think, in the first of April when the when the guys. It was now or never. We made a decision, and literally the guy said, "I can either be there Monday or be there next year." So, <laughs> the guy, the surface people, uh, the grass company that we hired. So, it was a. Uh, it was kind of a. 
odd situation how it happened. We met with Tally Haynes, our AD, last year, and we had so many projects to do, and I said, what's the most important for this school and for athletics? And he said, we've got to get turf on that football field. And we thought, well, you know, that's a project. It's going to take a year to plan. And we'd been talking about it for years, but uh, Hank Oates, one of our board members and, and proud supporters of the school, he he just said, we got to get this done. It's got to happen this year. And Hank was really the driving force that convinced me that let's just get it done. And financially, we didn't know how we'd do it, but somehow we got it done and with the help of a lot of people. Real grass or artificial? This artificial, yes. All right. But it, it's it's the closest thing to grass. You know, in the old days, it was carpeting. Now it's it's a surface It feels like. Uh, I mean, it feels like a grass surface. You know, in the old days, and when I used to, when this first came about, like I was covering games up in the uh, Meadowlands, play, I would go into the locker room. Players' arms would be scraped, they'd be bleeding. And, and, and obviously, times have changed now. Is there such a thing as a perfect surface these days, Mike? Or, You know, I don't think there is, but that's as close as you can get. The, the quality of the grass material they use now is so different than what we think. Uh, you, somebody you're in my age, we, we think of artificial turf as something a lot different than what it actually is. Well, back when it was like playing on cement. Oh, it was bad. And it, and it didn't have everything underneath. This grass has a two-and-a-half-inch pad under it. There's uh, there's stone under it that's graded, finely graded, and that, and that water goes right through the stone into the underdrain. And also I might mention that this grass here has a, a different feel in it. Rather than having rubber and sand mix, this has got a wood composite that's, uh, I don't know how to describe it other than it looks like sawdust, but it's treated, but they mix it with the sand when they put it down, and it's, uh, Coach, how much cooler it's was it? It's not as, man, it is great. Jason Smith tested it yeah. this year with a thermal gun from the baseball field that has rubber to the green on the football field, and I won't say it was 12, 14 degrees cooler in the heat of the day. Ronnie, I know you're going to stay with us through the next hour. We're going to talk about the high school games going on tonight, SEC, stuff like that. But I can remember back when, when this season started, even as players were leaving, some of your players, you were very optimistic. And I don't know if I can remember that far back when a coach was so optimistic that it really turned out the way they thought it would. But it did turn out this way for your it team. It has. And, and I will say this, the whole we've been so fortunate. I mean, just like Mike was talking about, the timing of our surface get being on time. We've been so fortunate this year and blessed. Um, even in the losses of personnel or things that have happened that has been adversity, it's made us stronger. And uh, I'm very, very proud of this team. I'm proud of our school. You know, I say this all the time. We have great athletics here, but the real secret here is we have great kids here, and it's a great school. You know, what happens out there on that football field is not near as important what happens during the eight hours during the day at the school. And I'd put up our kids against anybody's league. Well, you're putting up against Houston Academy. But hold yeah. on to that because I know we're coming to a hard break. Yeah, so hour number three, we got to get you guys uh, one last chance at Pigskin Pete's Pick'em Contest. Yeah, bro, it's, that's tough. I've been having to deal with that all year. Uh, and we need you all to, to, to get ready because this is it. 
We went five and two. We got to do better. Six and one gets you a, a shot at some SEC championship tickets and gets the opening kickoff a Chick-fil-A platter. So you're playing for a lot, and we have one more chance to get it done. So we'll do that in hour number three. Continue with your comments in the app at WNSP.com. It's our Dr. Chris Vermonex High School Game Day. We're at Mobile Christian right here on the sports station, WNSP and WNSP.com. Here comes hour number three. This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Brauner. The opening kickoff. 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 Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. All right, you heard it. That's right, hour number three. Thanks for hanging with us on this Friday edition. It's 8.05. It's the Dr. Christopher Monex High School game day. Mark and Lee, we're on location at Mobile Christian. We got sponsors, uh, quite a few of them to talk about and, and really appreciate them coming aboard to help us out. Ronnie, I'll let you talk about uh, Dawes Pharmacy since uh, you're associated with them. Well, Teresa Elmore is our pharmacist over there. There's multiple guys and girls that work there. That's a great location, uh, and they're very involved here at Mobile Christian. So shout out to Teresa. She is absolutely, if you ever have to get a shot and you don't want to hurt, she is the best that I have ever in my career, Mark. Because most of the time I'd have to cry if I, if I get a shot. <laughs> I've actually had shots from Teresa. You're yeah, right. She's great. All right, Red Pest Solutions, thanks to them coming aboard. Uh, Dirt Incorporated, you heard from Mike Eubanks and what he's done out here and has been doing for a number of years. Also, Will Barnes and the Barnes family of McDonald's restaurants. Headlines, uh, the MVPs of baseball, Ronald Acuna the Braves, uh, Shohei Tani of the Angels, although he is a free agent. Also, we mentioned about Jim Harbaugh is uh, going to miss the next two games. Ronnie, how important is a, a coach being on the sideline? I, I know that a lot of coaches will say the preparation is done during the week, but has um, a head coach missed that much during the game? I don't know. I can only talk about my staff. I've got a great staff here, and I think it would run – you know, I think it would run if, if I was there or not. I know I have input on certain things, but uh, Gene Stalin said one time that, uh, you know, that anybody could sit in that chair at Alabama and be successful, and I don't know that that's true. I, I feel bad for the coach at Michigan just because, you know, there's been no decision really on what they're going to do, but um, – they need to make a decision on what they're going to do. But, but the idea that they've decided to come together and reach this conclusion or whatever they're calling it here prior, a day before they go to this hearing, 
Yeah. Doesn't that kind of speak to maybe where everybody is on all this? Like maybe somebody Probably. doesn't want something to come out. Probably. Or, yeah. Probably. Because he's a, he's a guy that is he's going to fight for what he believes is right, whether it's right or not. So the fact that he's not really putting up a fight here tells me well, a lot. Well, I know you are a coach as well, Mark. You've done a lot of coaching in your career. What's a shame about it? That really is a good football team at Michigan. That's a good group of a collection of talented guys. And it's just really taken away. That yeah. whole thing is taken away from it. Uh, I hope they do come to a conclusion, though. But you're, to answer your question. Well, it's, it's settled. The, the thing is, it's settled with the Big Ten. They're not going to do anything. Now, the conclusion is with the NCAA, but who knows when that's going to take place. That's true. But what I was going to say is it depends on the coach. I think if you took Nick Saban off the sideline, it would definitely have an impact. And another, but other coaches, it may not. Another layer to this is there's this general feeling around that this, none of this could ever happen in the SEC. Greg Sankey would not allow this to happen, whereas this new commissioner may be feeling the pressure of the other schools. And I, I don't have an answer for that. Who knows? But that something like this would never happen where uh, Saban would get suspended or whoever else, Drinkowitz or whoever. So, anyway, I thought what we would do um, – you're pretty familiar with the teams that are still remaining. Sure. Let's go. I'm not asking you to predict, uh, but just to maybe give us a thought or two about the games that we'll be talking about tonight during our six hours of high school playoff coverage. I'll save your game for last, okay? So let's get to the 5A. We're all 5A schools in this area still around. Charles Henderson, Gulf Shores. Well, Charles Henderson's got an outstanding football team, but – Clearly, Gulf Shores is the number one team. I think uh, it'll be a ball game. It's just whether or not they can. Uh, Charles Sanders can make it a full-quarter game. UMS right at Headland. Well, I think Terry's going to win that one. Now, Terry Curtis has just done a phenomenal job with this team. Huge win last week. I think, I think they will take care of business. But Headland has got an outstanding football team. One of the real surprises, B.C. Rain at home. Boy, it's been forever since they've had a home playoff game hosting Demopolis. Well, Coach Yeldon, I mean, the job he's done at B.C. Rain is incredible. His son is his quarterback, and he's made a huge difference for them. I don't know. I think that's going to be a great football game. Faith, you don't, you're not predicting anybody to really run away with a game, are you? It's like uh, Faith at Eufaula. Is that, that seems to be tough to go on the road up there. Well, Jack French, his record is proven, and I think he will find a good opponent at Eufaula. But I don't know. I'd never, I'd never bet against Jack. He's he does a great job, especially in big games. Do you miss him coming out to this field and uh, doing the, the last? Uh, the last time he was here, man, they beat us. They made us like it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> They did a great job. <laughs> I think we see a merchandising opportunity here. We need to make up some T-shirts and bumper stickers on that one, Coach. Is that well, the, we, you know, I always tell my players that there's a lot of times you'll get in games where one team will be talking, but really the only way to send a message to a team that you're playing is on the scoreboard. Jack sent one that night to me. I tell you, he, he really did. Sarah Land at Briarwood Christian. Briarwood Christian, 6-5. and five. Sarah Land's 11-0. and 0. Well, Jeff Kelly's got an outstanding football team. It's a very deep team, and I, their skill, I, I don't think I've seen a collection of skill guys like them. I think they're going to win out. I think they're going to go all the way, Coach. Spanish Fort at Pike Road. Uh, Pike Road put them out last year. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. Um, 
uh, Coach has had a great year. Chase has done a great job over there. And uh, One of your former players is yeah, helping and, the and defense. I, and, and I really w would love to see uh, Sterling do well, too. So uh, that's going to be a great football game. But whoever, you know, if it's a four-quarter game, whoever protects the ball is going to win that one, I think. Big surprise. Actually, I think one of the great storylines in Alabama is what MGM, and they're home tonight against uh, Enterprise. Ben Blackman brings his team here. Uh, they came last year and eliminated Baker. Well, first of all, let's talk about Ben. Ben, what he's done at Enterprise has been incredible. He has created a, a huge amount of success. He's always been an outstanding offensive coach. Uh, and uh, But... But MGM, I mean, that's a that's a movie. I mean, Zach Golson has been – he's been all, all around as an offensive coordinator and done a great job everywhere he's been. But what he's done with that team, he's got a phenomenal quarterback prospect there. So that's going to be a great game. It really will be. All right. Now, I know I have to be careful on this because pretty much you've signaled every game as a great game except one. To me, a great game is going right down to the wire. You haven't had a game like that all year. No, and I hope I don't have one. You know, I mean, if if it be a perfect world, you hope you don't. But um, I mean, Mark made a really good point earlier when he talked about does it worry you that you have not been in a tough situation? We've practiced two minute oh a couple of times before the half, but we haven't done it at the end of a game. Uh, we haven't had to make a play at the end of the game to say to keep keep a team from scoring on the last play. There's a lot of things we haven't done, but. Um, I don't know. We're still in that point where there's several really, really fine football teams in there, and I don't, I don't think. I think there's the matchups are going to be better in this as we move along, and uh, that's why I say I think there's going to be some good games this week. Well, what is there about Houston Academy that concerns you? Well, they have an outstanding quarterback, uh, Caden Mitchell is number two as their quarterback, and he can control a game. I learned in 1993 when I was at Florida State. We played Southern Miss to start a game, our first season, the first game of the season, and Southern Miss knocked us off. They called it the upset of the century. Well, they had this quarterback on their team at Southern Miss. His name was Brett Favre, and they beat us. So what I'm saying, anytime there's a guy that's that dynamic at quarterback, if they get hot, they can win. So I don't know. He scares me, but our defense has played so well this year, uh, Charles Lawson, you were mentioning earlier about the Michigan situation. When Charles Lawson says something, I'm, a lot of times I'm thinking that we've been together so long. So, um, I mean, he just does an excellent job. And Justin Barnes was on earlier. He's, this is only his second year as offense coordinator, but he's just done a great job. Peyton was here. He's given us a lot of stability at quarterback, coach. But all of my guys, we, we've been together for so long. I think that's been the secret to our success. Um, I keep using the word chemistry. We have great chemistry in our offensive line. We have great chemistry in our defensive line. Our whole team has outstanding chemistry, and they're very resilient. I would not be surprised if tonight we go out and play well early and establish a lead and win. But I also know how it works. That ball is not round. It doesn't bounce the way it's supposed to. So... You know, we're going to have to deal with turnovers and mistakes and different situations that could change the game. But I, but I like my team. I've told you all from the beginning this is the best team I've had since I've been here in spite of losing some players. But uh, I don't know. I like our chances. But 
we got to go out and do the job. He does seem a little relaxed today. Maybe yeah, a little too, too relaxed. relaxed maybe, maybe. maybe he's just a natural at this whole radio thing. Well, you asking me to be talking about different teams. I'm trying to carry the same language, but uh, oh, it's called coach speak. You're good at that too. Okay, thank you. And you are too, Mr. Coach. Hey, hey, coach speak, Mr. Basketball. Yeah, coach. well, we take it one play at a time. We don't we don't watch the scoreboard. You know, yeah, we we trust the process. Well, you know, things that we've done this year that we've never done before. We've taken the ball just about every game. We've tried to take the football first. Most coaches will tell you to go ahead and and defer to the second yeah. half so you can make a wise decision but our our team is just different and i can't even tell you how many times this year we've taken open and drive and scored and created a situation so we're you know we're going to do that again tonight we're going to we're, we're going to do what's brought us here yeah so so i got a dumb question no that's, it's not that, that's what i asked so a lot of folks right when you grow up, there was like, do you want to kick or receive? So right. everybody now says defer because you're hoping the other guy isn't thinking and they'll make the dumb mistake of saying, you know, we'll kick, thinking that, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Has that ever happened in a high school game where you said yeah. I've deferred and not said I will kick or receive and the other team? Well, the worst one, one of, my co- one of my players at Ozark, when I was head coach at Ozark, we, we wanted to defer and he told him we wanted to kick off. So guess what happened? <laughs> we kicked off twice. The guy, the the, umpire, the referee asked him twice. He said, "Now you want to kick off?" He said, "Yes, sir." Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the good stuff right there, coach. All right. It's eight seventeen. Here comes your scoreboard, your traffic, and your weather. When we come back, you guys out there have a chance to put the weight of the opening kickoff on your shoulders and represent this program one last time. We've steadily improved, but guys, it's not enough. Plus, we're also going to qualify another listener for the Naaman's tailgating. Hey, did you hear him do coach speak right there? Yeah. He was talking to his team. Yeah. yeah. That was coach speak. Yeah. That's kids speak. I was being funny. <laughs> I'll explain it later to you. Okay. So this next segment is all about you out there, ladies and gentlemen. Make us proud. It's the Dr. Christopher Mullenix High School Game Day right here on the sports station. We're at Mobile Christian. Stay with us. Hello, this is artist Daniel A. Moore. You are listening to WNSP Sports Radio. Come on, everybody. I say, now let's play a game. I bet you I could make a rhyme out of anybody's name. All right, you hear the music. It's time, 823. It's another round of Naming It. That's right, your chance to qualify for the Alec Naming Catering Party. We're going to play an audio follow. You get to acknowledge and correctly identify the person, place, or thing. Be the first one to get Bronner on the phone at 694-1055, and you'll be the latest to qualify. DJ, spin that stuff. You can't win! Guys, if y'all had radio vision right now, you should see Ronnie Cottrell's expression. He he looks horrified, terrified. He doesn't he don't know what he just heard. Uh, it was three simple words. I think you guys are going to get this, uh, Michael. We're going to take this off the air. Obviously, we gotta we gotta we gotta do a little double doozy here. So 
Get that done real quick because we're going to turn around and get some picks as well. But while you're doing that, I have to thank a number of folks for making today and every Friday throughout the football season possible. I want to thank Kenneth Morgan, our good friend, the Allstate agent, who always pops in and has been a supporter of high school football for years. So, Kenneth, thank you for all that you do. Uh, Green and Phillips, your guys, you guys know David as well as anybody. He's a great contributor to our show, and he loves high school athletics. So thank you to Green and Phillips for that. And, of course, Coastal Alabama Community College, we appreciate you guys coming aboard this year. It's our first year with you, but certainly not our last. Thank you for you all you do. And of course, David Morse of QB Country. Uh, certainly David has a vested interest in all high school athletics, but specifically uh, high school football. So thank you guys for everything you do and a reminder to support the businesses that support your kids. I think Mr. Bronner has us a winner. Indeed, Ryan is the winner. Um, did you understand that clip? Do you know what that was, Lee? No, I'm perfect this year. Don't know any of them. Coach, I'm assuming you didn't know what that was either. From my expression, you know, I no, have no idea. That was uh, that was Adrian from Rocky. You can't win. Nothing. Rocky Four. Ivan Drago. Nothing. I remember Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you see what I'm working with here? <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. We got a couple minutes. First person to get uh, Bronner on the phone right now will represent the opening kickoff for Pigskin Pete's Pick'em Contest. That's right. We're gonna pick seven games for college. Three NFL straight up, not against the spread, straight up. The winner, it's between us, the afternoon crew, and the night crew. The winner gets a pair of tickets to the SEC championship game in Atlanta on December 2nd. The show that you represent, however, gets them a little Chick-fil-A platter. So you're not only re representing you, but you're re representing us. So the name on the front of your jersey is a lot more important than the one on the back. Right, Coach? There you go. You and like that it? is like a great prize, tickets. That yeah. is a great prize. All right, Marcus joins us here on WNSP. Marcus, you feeling a little pressure? No, I think I got the right pick here, Mark. I love the enthusiasm. I love the confidence. All right, so we have to do better than – we have to tie or do better than 6-1. and one. All right, this might be the first time in the history we've done this that someone has won or led from wire to wire. We can't have it. All right, here we go. Louisville at Miami, who you got? I'll take Louisville on the road there. Louisville on the road. All right. UNC at Clemson. Uh, Clemson at home. They're getting hot at the right time. All right. Things get a little tricky here. We have Washington at Oregon State. I think Oregon State wins that, gives Washington their first loss. Oh, you're gonna, you, you got a bunch of Alabama fans all excited now. All right. And finally, Texas at <laughs> Iowa State. Uh, yeah, as for the Alabama fans, I wish I could pitch, pick out Iowa State, but Texas wins this game. All right. I, 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 you're staying objective. That's important. All right, NFL, here we go. Pittsburgh yeah. at Cleveland. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. That Browns D is good. I think they win. All right, we have Minnesota at Denver Sunday night. Denver, you got Russ. He's a top five QB. That's a playoff team. Broncos win this easy. Philadelphia at Kansas City is the Monday night game. Who you got? Uh, I'll go with Kansas City. I don't think they drop another. All right, Marcus, we got you for Louisville, Clemson, Oregon State, Texas, Cleveland, Denver, and Kansas City. Make us proud. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Y'all too. All right, Lee, what do you think? You think we're walking away with the title? No. <laughs> no. What do you think? 
Uh, well, we'll get our own picks coming up in the next segment. Uh, he said Denver was a playoff team. That's that kind yeah, of threw me there. That kind of I'm not me. so but, sure about hey, that. Hey, if you, I'm your biggest supporter out here, Marcus. Go get it. Ronnie, are you an analytic coach? That I've heard that term way too much now in football games. They, there are a lot of teams going for it fourth and one, fourth and two, because analytics say so. You talked about whether you take the ball first or, you know, kick off and then take the ball second. What about analytics? Well, Peyton Wazen has really helped us a lot on that side, but uh, we're not afraid to take a, a risk because history has proven that some of the analytics are really good. Um, <clears throat> we went for it on fourth and two at Cottage Hill early in the game because that's what the numbers said to do, and it was a 63-yard touchdown. Uh, Justin called it, and we got it. But, you know, you still, as a coach, you're going to there's, – there's another side of that analytics, too. The percentages may show, but you may miss it, too. We've, we've got an outstanding defense, so – We've been unafraid, really. Would you take it on your side of the 50? Well, sometimes we will, and personnel dictates that sometimes. You know, we've got a really big offensive front this year. We've been unafraid to, to take chances on short yardage, but I don't know. It comes, it comes down to your opponent and what level of the season you're at. We went for two against uh, UMS several years ago to win the game, and it worked. It could have easily been a situation where they would still be talking about that Cottrell guy. Uh, we'll continue to talk about that Cottrell guy next. Stay with us. <laughs> Welcome back in. The Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day continues from Mobile Christian right here on the sports station WNSP. All right. Uh, you heard the who. Now I'm going to tell you who else is uh, among our sponsors for the uh, Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day. We have the uh, orthopedic group. Uh, very much pleased with them being with us the entire year. Also, Larry Skoda from LNS Air Conditioning. Rich's Car Wash. And, of course, I think you have a coach on your staff connected with Rich Coach Carl. Stephen Walker is our special teams coordinator, and their family is the family group. The Richardson family is just really, really, really good to Mobile Christian. And Greer's Market, they are the branding sponsor for our game of the week. And tonight, we're going to be right here at Lamar Harrison Field for Mobile Christian and Houston Academy. And as we just found out, Ronnie, you're going up against the Hall of Fame coach. He was just announced as uh, one of the 12 new inductees to the Alabama High School Athletic Hall of Fame. He's very deserving, too. Eddie he played, Brundage? He played, that... Yeah, he played football at Troy, played high school football at Dozier, and has been very, very successful as a coach. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a huge task for sure tonight. They, they're very well coached. Should we do some uh, SEC games, Mark? We can give it a shot, man. There are not a whole lot of no, great ones out there. Huh? Not exactly. Th the good news is there's tons of SEC games. The bad news is they're <laughs> terrible. Are you saying that Alabama-Chattanooga is not going to be a good game? Well, I can say this. I don't – Mark may find it. When I get – I look through the point spreads when FBS plays FCS. And I'm going to – look, I don't want to sit here and knock Alabama. Why are they playing an FCS school? I don't know, but you've got Nick Saban's number, right? No, I don't. 
I don't have his number. He has never once been on the morning show. I have no idea what his number is. He's been here. He's been here more than he's been on the morning show, which means if he's been here one time. But I just don't understand. I had him on the afternoon show a couple times. Yeah, Mark's more important than I am. I'll give you his number later. Yeah, he'll give you his number. But they, why are you playing in FCS school? I mean, first of all, the, unless you have SEC, SEC Plus, you're not going to be able to see this game. Well, they want you to come to the game and pay the buy the ticket. Right? Is that what it is? I guess. Okay. I uh, you like Alabama in this game, Ronnie? I do. <laughs> the I question just, the question is, how long does he play his guys, right? Yeah, I just hope that we get Deontay back. Deontay's been nicked up a little bit. He didn't play last he won't week. Play against this they game. Won't, they won't no. play him. But uh, it is a chance to get some of your guys well. Um, you know, when I was at Florida State, Coach Bowden made a living playing big opponents and uh, I don't know there's two sides to it but sometimes you need a week like this in your season too so it might be good for some of these matchups for for the favored team they actually have a pretty good record I mean seven and three but still all right let's get to the more let's say the games FBS versus FBS <laughs> Ole Miss is a 37 and a half point pick over UL Monroe Terry Biden's going to take a beating that night for sure. I mean, but it's a money game for him. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, and I think Ole Miss has a lot to play for. Not that they're going to have to get real jacked up for this one, but I think it's one of those name your score type games. Terry Bowden's team is 2-8. and eight. Think he'll survive for next year? I think he will. Did you deal much with him? Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. He didn't like the question. He's yeah. done with you, Shervain. Yeah, gone. really. Like, uh, okay. There's a, that's there's an that's a new one. On. Now, the last time Ronnie left, this was because the or a defensive coordinator from Alabama came in, and Ronnie promised me he would not leave. And then all of a sudden, some car alarm went off, and off he went. But Ronnie, you're back. You don't, you, you don't owe this man anything. Do not this, tell him. This fool, some fool's alarm went off out in the parking lot. So yeah. I went out there to see whose it was, and it was mine. So <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's breaking in my car, I guess. Here at Mobile Christian? No, never, never. All right. Uh, I'll, 37 and a half. Boy, that's a lot of points, but we'll, we'll go with Ole Miss on this one. Southern Miss, Mississippi State. On paper, it look, it's exciting, but we talked to uh, Matt Wyatt this week and the uh, commentator for Mississippi State. He said there's not much buzz about this game. Uh, Mississippi State, now without a head coach. Ronnie, get that resume. 14 and a half point pick. Well, Southern Miss is a little down this year. I, I think Mississippi State takes care of business, but it's more of the just the the attitude of the players right now. You know, they've lost their coach, and just see if they can respond. Mississippi State. Uh, I actually so, now I think Southern Miss is playing the best football it's played all season. The problem is it's not good enough, right? Uh, and Mississippi State desperately needs a few breaks. Um, so I do think Mississippi State won't be too flashy. I think there's going to be some interest just because of the coaching change. But, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll go take care of business. Uh, it'll be a 21-point game, I think. I'm with you on that. I, I think they'll cover 14 and a half. Have you ever heard last week A&M beats Mississippi State and both coaches get fired within a day or two? Have you ever heard of anything like that before? No, but it's just the, the kind of the lay of the land now. I mean, it's – they're expected to win. They're being paid money. And Did you ever cross paths with Jimbo Fisher on a coaching staff? 
I was not on a coaching staff with him, but Jimbo was always nice to me. Um, but he had a tough go at A&M. Yeah, he's gone. They're playing Abilene Christian. We're not going to get involved with that one. Georgia, Tennessee. Now we get – that's the CBS game. Georgia's a 10-point pick, Ronnie. And Tennessee's got like a 14-game home winning streak. Georgia, I think, has won about, what, 28 or 29 in a row now? I think it's going to continue. Georgia's – I mean, they looked really good this week. I think they win and cover. Yeah, so what's really kind of interesting about this one, for those that are kind of – conspiracy theorist here is Georgia hasn't played that many games away from home yet at this point and so they were just okay in those games right he wasn't great against Vanderbilt we saw what happened when they went to Auburn and Tennessee's probably a better team at this point than either one of those so I think it'll be interesting uh we talked early in the season when they played Alabama about that front seven for Tennessee so can they wreak a little havoc early I think they kind of keep this close for a while, I think Georgia's talent uh, obviously wins the day. So they probably win this one by about 10, 13 points. Yeah, I like Georgia too. Uh, number one now, I think you know they're playing really good football. So even though it's on the road, I think they uh, go over 10. All right, Auburn, they're playing well. They're hosting New Mexico State. Now, New Mexico State is not that much of a pushover like they used to be. They're 8-3. and three. I think they either tied or won their uh, conference, or at least getting into the championship game, whatever conference they're in. Auburn is a 24-and-a-half point pick, Ronnie. Well, Auburn had a huge win, and there's a lot of positive buzz there. I think they take care of business there. I think they win. Yeah, would you say the point spread was? 24-and-a-half. Yeah, I, they, I don't think they win by much more than that, but I think they, they, they win. I, this, I think they cover that. Uh, New Mexico actually, New Mexico State, I was actually looking at it. They don't turn the ball over very much, but Auburn takes the ball a lot. So something's got to give there. I think that SEC talent probably supersedes, uh, and, and they've been rolling. I'll, I'll, I'm curious to see if they continue that consistency with explosive plays on offense, too. That Auburn uh, takeaway is flown under the radar. It'll probably be uh, drawn out when they take on Alabama next week, but indeed the Alabama, uh, the Auburn defense has really played well. I will. I'm torn on this one. A 24 and a half to me is a lot, but they're playing at home. Got a three o'clock SEC Network game. The way they're playing now, I'll I'll take Auburn and the points. All right, uh, FIU and Arkansas. Coach Pittman's team is a 29 and a half point pick to beat FIU. And, and Pittman, we talked about this last week. There were all kind of rumors that they may shelve him. Would not be surprised, but also well, you would hope that Arkansas is looking for some stability. They got you got to get somebody, and you, can you get who you want? Um, that is a scary game. I don't. I do not bet on games at all. But uh, I don't know. That's a scary pick, Mark. Yeah. So I, you know, we when we talked about Texas A&M getting rid of uh, Jimbo, the decision was actually made a week prior. So we talked about at the beginning of this week, man, the coach that got fired wasn't the one we thought was going to get fired. So you wonder if the decision was made yet, and maybe they're waiting. Either way, Sam Pittman knows he needs he needs this, he and does. he needs a convincing. And it may be too late at this point, coach. But after so a lot of inconsistency, I think they're going to come out and they're going to try to put it on FIU, if anything, to to kind of stave off all that all that talk. Yeah, I don't know much about FIU. I mean, Butch Davis, he's not there anymore, is he? 
company used to be. All right. Uh, 30 points seems like a lot, though, with the way Arkansas's offense has been sputtering. I'll just take a wild guess and say Arkansas wins by but not more than 30. Florida on the road against uh, Missouri. Boy, Missouri, the surprise team in the SEC this year. Missouri is an 11.5-point pick to win at home, Ronnie. Well, I'm a big fan of the coach at Missouri. I mean, former Auburn assistant, and he has had a phenomenal year. I don't think they're going to lose the momentum. I think they, I think he wins again. I, I tend to agree with you. I think Missouri um, – so they lost to Georgia because, you know, Georgia to Georgia, and they lost to LSU because Jaden Daniels was just so good. But in all of that, Missouri's offense has still continued to click. I don't think Florida is nearly as good on on defense as either uh, as Georgia. So I I like I like Missouri to win here, and I think Eli is doing a, an unbelievable job over there. I'm a big Drinkwitz fan. Uh, I like Missouri too. Florida doesn't play that well on the road, and a quarterback that has really flown under the radar is Missouri's quarterback Cook. And He's I, had a really good year. You know, I did see one stat. I always try to throw out one stat for you. Four of Florida's five wins came when holding teams under 24 points. Just got finished talking about how good Missouri's offense is. I just don't think they keep them under 24. I think Missouri wins this game. All right. On paper, this game looks competitive because Kentucky on the road at South Carolina is only a one-point pick. So it's pretty much a pick em, Ronnie. I think it's going to be Kentucky, but this is a game you don't bet on, just like the previous game with Missouri and Florida. I don't think you bet on that one either, but – uh, Mark Stoops needs a win. Yep. Kentucky needs a win. I think both teams are just kind of mediocre, right? I thought there were times at the, at the, in the year where we were like, man, these are, these are going to be breakout years for these guys. Um, I think South Carolina keeps their bowl hopes alive. I think they wind up covering but not much by, by not much more than a point. So I say they probably win by like four or five, six points. All right. If they're going to get to a bowl, they got to be Kentucky, and then they'd have to be Clemson. And right now they're four and six. Kentucky at six and four is already bowl eligible. I'm going to take uh, South Carolina to win this game. And then Georgia State at LSU where the Fighting Tigers are a 31-and-a-half-point pick to beat Georgia State, the Panthers. Georgia State players are shaking in their boots. I think they think they're going to get run off, and they are. Yeah, I mean, the question, it's kind of like Alabama. The question is, how long do you guys, do your guys play, right? And, and that's why I, I don't understand why guys that bet on games mess with games like this because you'll never know how much they're going to play. I do think guys like Nussmeyer are going to get in and still score points. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm curious. We always talk about how bad the LSU defense is. How many points can Georgia State score on that defense? Whatever it is, it won't be enough. But there's the game inside the game. Let's see how good or how bad LSU's defense really is. LSU's going to cover this game, but do you think Georgia State could put up more than 10 points, 14 points? Before you pick, though, Lee, you just made a great point. It's 35-7 to 7 or 42-3, to 3, and you've got your Heisman candidate quarterback in the game and he gets hurt. The, the, the thought process of that, you're right, they may not play the guys enough to – to cover. I think they, it's a uh, tricky deal. It is a tricky deal, but I think they do. They, they can't get into the college football playoff deal, so they're looking at a decent bowl game, but you got a guy that is pushing for the Heisman. Did you enjoy your trip, trip or trips to LSU? Man, it's, it's tough. Those are, 
I mean, especially the bigger games, the LSU fans are phenomenal. Did, did they rock the bus when they you did. came in? They I, did. I, that's what I was thinking. Do they worry about the bus for Georgia State, or they want to make sure they get there? Uh, they, they won't even They won't even scare them. They won't even worry. Because you gonna... said they were shaking in their boots. I was wondering if they'd be shaking in the bus. <laughs> they will. They, do they do that? They go out and shake opposing? They did, they did our bus at Alabama. Well, that's Alabama, but Georgia State? I don't know. They probably would do that because the kids never forget it. Okay, closer to home at 4 o'clock tomorrow. It's senior day for South Alabama. They're hosting the thundering herd the first time these two teams have ever met. Kane Womack's team is a 10.5-point pick. Well, you're going to make me go first. South, um, I can make Marco first if you prefer. South has been up and down. They yeah. they they beat Oklahoma State. They've won some really big games, and a couple of games have gotten close, and they didn't get it. I think they take care of business at home. Um, they've done a phenomenal job. Kane's staff is just a really really well coached football team, but I think they cover against Marshall. Yeah, the rolling the the roller coaster continues. Uh, I. I Every time you feel like you got a, a beat on this team, they, they do the opposite. Uh, so I think they win, but I don't think they cover that. Uh, we talked to Braylon McReynolds. He's one step closer to getting more healthy. I think that will help the offense a little bit. Uh, this is an incredibly explosive offense when they're healthy. We just, we just haven't seen it all year. I mean, they are consistently inconsistent. That's probably the best way to put it. So I got them winning but not covering. I got them winning but not covering also. And each team now at 5-5, five and five, so they're – basically on the looking at getting into a, a whoever wins it becomes bowl eligible but I, yeah i think they're going to win and we'll be talking to the head coach during monday's show uh one other game i'm going to throw in texas is a seven and a half point pick over iowa state huge game for alabama fans gosh who would have thought we would have been picking this game but I I would not bet against Texas right now, but who knows? Iowa State. Texas is on the road. I know, but still, I still think Texas wins. Um, Iowa State's very well coached. They could they could pull off the upset. Um, you know, Bronner might be rubbing off on me a little bit here. I know he he talked about this earlier. He's been pretty close to these upsets. I think we're I think we're due for a little chaos here in the college football playoff land. Give me Iowa State, flat out. I was going to take Iowa upset. State, but let me ask you, Ronnie, with Bronner rubbing off on him, should he go to one of your pharmacies? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Let's he, it could be a he could be some break out rash or something. Y'all don't have the radio. I'm kind of I'm kind of <laughs> gotta get the That's what's Did they have something to take care of that? Oh the, yeah. The, Bronneride or whatever he's got. See, Bronner, I try to I try to throw you a little love, and even when we throw you some love, man, it, it gets thrown right back in your face. But Bronner's gonna be here tonight. He's yeah. gonna be calling the game here. We, we got to. You got him inside the press box. We do. All right, the same great refreshments that uh, you used to do when I came here? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, that's it, Mark. As far as right. games, I like Iowa State, too. Uh, I'm going to take the Iowa State and the points. All right, one final segment of the day. Uh, you guys will uh, we'll tell you what's in store for you tonight, uh, and we'll give you a sneak peek into where we will be on Monday. It's the Dr. Christopher Monex High School Game Day. Mark, I'm Lou Shrevanian. The one and only Ronnie Cottrell at the house. The house just happens to be the Leopard's Den. That's right here uh, on the campus of Mobile Christian. One final segment right here on the sports station, WNSP.
This is Will Herring, a member of the Auburn family. When I'm in Mobile, I listen to WNST 105.5. gentlemen one final segment of the week want to thank the fine folks here at mobile christian for having us out it's always a good time and as a reminder uh we need to thank some folks for for making uh today and every friday during the course of the day, uh, week possible or the season possible every friday of the week clearly it's the last segment it's <laughs> uh, not going to be here until next friday so uh, he can get away with he it needs a day off. He yeah. needs a whole week off <laughs> want to thank the uh, mobile county sheriff's department for everything they've done this season for us here on wnsp uh, and of course ward international trucks has always been a great partner with us here and the fine folks over at presley roofing george uh, uh spurlock joined us earlier today um what he's done has been just uh unbelievable uh a reminder please to support those businesses and support all the businesses that support uh your kids and high school athletics around town all right a few uh, reminders i'll be at dean white associates for a one hour friday football preview show roger schultz will be along with his little sense of humor roger's great talking about some of the uh, games that are being played in high school football michael Bronner will be joining us also with a high school preview and then on monday i'm back at victory grill although i won't have my partner He's leaving me. Yeah, you'll miss him. Yeah. I don't know. Did, did you see? Uh, first of all, rarely do you hear a little sarcasm. You heard sarcasm dripping out of his voice right there. I didn't there. hear that. And then when he I was announcing that he was going to be without his partner, there was a certain um, hmm, energy, uh, excitement to his voice. It's almost like he's looking forward to his partner being away. You know what I sensed? Last week we played a football game here at Beulah. And Floyd Bucard, my defensive end, was out. And I was talking to the head coach from the other school. And Floyd walked up, and I introduced him to him. And I told, I told the coach from Beulah, I said, Coach, he is not going to be able to play tonight. He's injured. And he was like, that's what I saw. <laughs> like, <laughs> we dodged a bullet there. We will be at Victory Grill, though. The show will go on from there. And by the way, they have the uh, they urging you if you need the party platters, get them for Thanksgiving. Order them ahead of time. Uh, as Bob says, uh, they've got uh, the uh, buttermilk fried chicken tenders, the homemade nana's chicken salad. By the way, you know he's opening up a new place down at Foley. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah, he's got a new place that opens up December 5th. Right around Tanger Outlets, actually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. new place for bomb hours. We'll tell you more about that on Monday. I know Kane Womack's going to join us. Guy back in the studio is coming out to join me, taking your place. How about the, that? The one that's rubbing off on you. So uh, another guy excited to see that I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll get a, a chance bit. to talk I, on Monday. I really <laughs> think he was saying he was going to miss you, Mark. I did. That's what I was thinking. Stop. I think but, you know, he – Can I you stop with the coach speak for can. two seconds? <laughs> yeah, don't be like Carissa hey, Thompson. Before we go, before we go, can I say one more thing? I sure. want to thank you all for coming. It does mean a lot to high school sports what you all do. And you said this was the 19th one this yeah. year. It's been a long year. But, um, y'all, when when Mike Eubanks was here today, it reminded me of something. Lamar Harrison built our field, Lamar Harrison Stadium. He built our field in the 70s and made some adjustments in the 90s. And then right now, so much of, of this season has been affected by us having a great surface. But we have great fans, too. It's a, it's a great environment. You've called the game here, Lee. Uh, I hope we'll have a big crowd 
Oh, you know you're going to have a big crowd. With excellent weather. And I know the neighborhood's going to be probably, you know, hearing all the noise. So. Yeah, they, they don't Mark, like that. Wasn't, I, I'm trying to remember, wasn't this the last place we came with Air Sports 1 before it went on the fritz? Uh, I cannot confirm nor I'm trying to remember if we had one after that. I'm wondering, because, you know, we, we wore it down. I mean, with all the shows we did this but year. But is Air Force One for sale? Uh, I can't. There's got to be. There's probably got to be somebody farmer. willing to buy it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, are you looking? Are you looking? <laughs> you want to well, y'all two have spent, the price a, lot, is y'all spent money, a lot of time in there. If the price one. is right, you know, I'm sure they could reach a deal with you. Kind of like Michigan and the Big Ten, reach a settlement. Well, thank you all for what y'all do. Hey, man, really appreciate it. Thank you. Congratulations on a, a hell of a season. Uh, good luck tonight, and we look forward to talking to you about it. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, that does it for another edition of our Dr. Chris Ramonix High School Game Day. I want to thank you guys for making us part of your morning every morning. And also, have a great weekend. Uh, we're back at it Monday with our Monday morning quarterback edition from Baumhauer's Victory Grill. On behalf of everybody here at WNSP, have a great weekend. Until Monday at 6. See ya.